So, I know it might not seem like it from my face and tone of voice, but I'm extremely excited for this session. Uh, I was I was taking a look to see how long it's been uh, since the last time we were in Iron Fang Invasion. Any any guesses on how many days it's been since the session 21? I saw, I looked at the month and day, but I don't know the number of days. 90 days? It's been three months? Four months? I'm going to say... Okay, we've got a 90. I'm going to say... A 100. Okay, 90, 100. 97. 97. Wow. How many days it's been? Yes. I think I know the answer, because it has been, what, 13? How many sessions of it was for Miley? I'm not Uh, telling you. you got to guess. I think it's 13, so 13 times 7. Wow. Which is? Oh, you know. (laughs) 31. Okay. So we've got a... Wow. We've got a 90, a 91, a uh, 97, and a 100. So... The last session that we streamed, I looked up on YouTube, it was February 9th, which was 14 weeks ago, if I counted correctly, which would be 98 days. I was close. I knew it was, what you said, it was February February 8th? Uh, February 9th, sorry. Okay, I had February 6th in my head, so that's why I was Wow, it's been so long. The funny thing is, though, I just watched that again in preparation for today. And it kind of hurt me because at the end we were like, oh, should we do this combat? We're like, no, it's already pretty late. We'll we'll wait and do it. And then we're like, all right, we'll get to this next week. <laughs> and we <laughs> never did. <laughs> I had the exact same reaction. So I also... In 98 days later. <laughs> I also, in preparation for today, uh, went ahead and I listened to the last two uh, episodes over today and tomorrow. It took me a little bit of time because they're three hours each. We record some long sessions, guys. Holy cow. Yep. But um, I got through them and I am so excited for where we left off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in fact, I have a whole thing written up for a summary of, of book one because it's been, it's been a while, so I figured a a pretty inclusive summary was, was due. I think so. So, I think I think we'll just go straight into it. So, our adventure began with the invasion of a small town called Feindar. Our four heroes, Elwood, Nayari, Orin, and Theros, fought through the streets to gather as many townsfolk as possible. However, in order to, in order for them to successfully escape into the nearby Fangwood Forest. Elwood stayed behind and sacrificed himself to buy time. The next day, the survivors met a local hunter named Aiden, who readily agreed to give aid, and the next two weeks in the Fangwood saw our heroes struggle to survive, uh, despite numerous harrowing events, uh, both the Iron Fang Legion and with native denizens of the Fangwood. Uh, They discovered and cleared a troglodyte cave system, to use as a shelter, and it was during this time they rescued a second group of survivors, which included future companions Ulrit and Frampton. Uh, Not long after clearing the caves, however, the heroes had to set out once more to confront a nearby hobgoblin hunting camp, searching for uh, them specifically. 
They drew out the camp's commander, Sergeant Scarvinius, and while they did manage to defeat him, Theros' lifelong animal companion, Volus, died at his hand. Theros returned to the caves, and Ulrit rushed out to assist the others as they finally dismantled the rest of the camp. Despite earning their first real moment of peace in half a month, our heroes were crestfallen. The stress of surviving had only grown, and one by one the group fell apart. Orin had a heated dispute with Kining, Fang, and Nayari over the use of the forge, which eventually led to blows. He left behind his book of grudges and ventured down into the Darklands, naked and alone. Uh, Theros embarked on a journey to the hidden druidic community of Crystalhurst to find his grandfather, with the hope that Volus could be resurrected, and he was soon followed by both his parents, Jin Varric and Arya Theros. Uh, heated from her dispute with Orin, Nayari gathered her belongings and headed west with her friend Ilika, and finally Ulrit received a message from his cousin informing him of some family trouble that he hesitantly had to uh, return to find out what happened. Uh, that is a bit of a retcon, as I think most of us are aware, uh, since Andrew left. That is how we are justifying Ulrit's departure as well. Um, this mass exodus would have left Aiden and Frampton to lead the survivors alone, but they soon encountered a young man in the forest nearby named Kieran, who returned to the caves and offered his assistance for the time being. And the next few days were quiet as the survivors regrouped and began to fortify the caves as much as they could, until our heroes, once more at the request of Aubryn the Green, set out to locate the Chernisardo Rangers, hoping to find allies. And that is what leads us into book two. And going off of that, I have a little bit of a cinematic that I've written up here that I think will bring us directly into the scene that we're about to jump into for this ambush that we left off on. So... A flaming bonfire illuminates a spacious open courtyard hemmed in by thick stone walls. The sounds of crackling logs and the din of raucous celebration fill the area. Smells of blood and sweat mix with those of cooking meat, smoke, and alcohol. Several men clad in dirty chainmail sit around the bonfire, some holding large mugs and others waving half-eaten legs of meat. I tell ya, them rangers are no joke. Whenever you think you're facing ten, you'll find a hundred. When you think you've got the high ground, they strike from the skies. If you attack with the delusion that you've got the advantage, you'll find an arrow in your neck before you even know what happened. Ah, hearing you speak, you'd think that we're fighting a heavenly host rather than rabble hiding in tree houses. The soldier takes a long swig from his mug, his face already a bit flushed in the glow of the bonfire. Oi, Arikson. You're the only one to survive the attack. You know more than anyone that we're not up what we're up against. Ain't no heavenly host, right? Tony's full of it. Through the flames of the bonfire, we see a hunched figure, Arikson Talamore. His distant gaze staring over the pa uh, past the embers, blood still staining his face, and the light in his eyes replaying a single scene over and over. An arrow flies through the sky in slow motion finds purchase in the throat of a man who then falls to the ground in a heap. He makes no response to his fellow's calling. 
Leave him be. He's still in shock by the looks of it, the first soldier says, mouth full of rabbit. Doubt he'll last much longer. I've known more than a few soldiers who came back from fights with rangers that never seemed the same afterwards. They may be rabble, like you said, but they can put the fear of a rastal in you, I'll tell you that. A third soldier swats, swats at the bugs swarming around him. Heard a few troops from Groden's battalion deserted a couple weeks back after encountering a ranger patrol. They found them dead a few days later, stripped of their armor and weapons, just left to feed the beasts of the forest. Them tree climbers were kinder than I'd have been, but them bodies serve as a reminder to us all. Retreat ain't an option. The scene in Arikson's eyes replays again and again as the soldiers speak. The arrow flies, strikes, and the body collapses. Flies, strikes, collapses. After a dozen iterations, the scene abruptly changes. The arrow no longer flies through the open air of the Nesmian Plains, but through a thick forest. It no longer embeds into the throat of a soldier at Arikson's back, but darts towards an unsuspecting trio of adventurers, ambushed not by Chernisota rangers, but by hobgoblin scouts from the Iron Fang Legion. And with that, I will move us to the map. So, can everyone see the map now? Yes, sir. Yes. So, I listened Save to us that. Not <laughs> We should make a TV series. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be nope. nice. It'd Are be you nice. Funding it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. As soon as I secure funding. I think I have a rich uncle somewhere. So, I I listened back to the last episode as well to make sure that everything was uh, accurate. And I have the initiative already in place. We had perception checks rolled and I rolled stealth checks for all of the scouts here. And there will be a surprise round. And in the surprise round, Frampton will be acting, but no one else. Oh, you said I could. Um, I remember. I looked back. You rolled eight and eighteen. Uh, I don't remember uh, why I said that you would have been acting, but uh, the minimum stealth roll that they had was nineteen, which. Oh, because of the goblin thing. I get the plus four because of. Um... Was that included in your role or no? While you're looking that up, let me just mention this great background music provided by Sirenscape, which I hope to be able to utilize a lot more now that I'm not GMing and running the music. The chat log is gone. I'd have to check the video. I'm going to say so... it's just Frampton acting in the surprise round for this. No, I think I think it... Okay, whatever. We'll, we'll resolve it quick. He's just going to move up there okay well luckily uh frampton is the first to act so in the surprise round he will take a move action to move up adjacent to one of these uh scouts next up in the surprise round it is the red scout's turn you are now standing directly next to him he has his bow drawn so does he want to provoke? Well, given that it's a surprise round and he doesn't have a whole lot of action economy here, he is going to five foot step back and take one shot at Frampton. 
Frampton is not flat-footed, so this guy will not be getting any sneak attack or anything off. That is a 17 against your regular AC. No, sir. Okay. Maybe a bit surprised at the fast action of Frampton. This guy steps back and tries to shoot off a, an arrow, but he is unsuccessful. He misses. It goes wide. After that, it is this guy's turn over here. He weaves his hands and uh, chants some words as he casts a spell. That is his turn. After that, it is... Uh, Blue is not going to act because you all knew he was there, so I'm not going to give him an action. Uh, so the final person in the surprise round to act is Green, who's going to kind of step around the corner here and take one shot at the flat-footed Kieran. This will surely miss. This is how I die. And she's dead. Only she's an dead. 11 to hit flat-footed AC. Ooh, no, that does not okay. hit. Yeah, pretty pretty bad roll. Um, so that is the surprise round. However, I want all three of you to roll perception checks. Oh, boy. Okay, so Frampton got a 17. Kieran got a 16. Aiden hasn't... Sorry, I'm coming. <laughs> I, I was being a terrible person. I was checking yeah. the video. <laughs> uh, God. See, the thing about sorcerers is... <laughs> I get it, I get it, I get it. At least they roll their skills. Four okay. higher for goblins, two higher for magical beasts. Okay, so all three of you see in the distance on the other side of this uh, clearing, a figure stands up that was prone. And I will move it to the token layer there. Uh, it is 30 or 40 feet to the north of where you guys, uh, of where the blue guy is. Uh, you see a figure, he's a bit too far off to get a lot of precise details, but a figure stands up in the distance uh, armed with probably a bow um, how about Brandon? Describe this guy a little bit. Yeah, I can, yeah. I can, I can, I can blow so, this up as Brandon describes him. You see a somewhat shorter, mildly fluffy, middle-aged man who's got just a big grin on his face, just like that. Not without the squirrel, no squirrel, as much as I would like it. Um, Yeah. That's about it. He says. Yep. That's, that's about it. Yeah. I mean, that's all you'll see for now. Yep. That's that's all you see for now, and that ends the surprise round. We are now in round one of this combat. First up is Kieran. Okay, Kieran is going to cast a spell. He is going to cast a mirror image. Okay. So, mirror image, and I will roll my one, 1d4 plus 1. 1d4 images. So, 4 images plus myself. Okay. So, a total of 5. Okay, so there are now 5 Kirins in that space. Yep, and then he will yell out to the others and say, We probably shouldn't get separated. And he will move 
he can't solo by himself, so he's going to move up to try to stick together as a group. Okay. Next up, it... somehow this fellow got back oh, in his original yes. square. Put him go. back to where he should be. Um, Frampton, it is your turn. I will run away. Okay. Frampton, full full withdraws. Apparently nothing's changed since I started with this group. (laughs) Yep. Um, I'm getting getting out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Does he he dagger fly? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's a big chance to hit on that. Oh, that's not bad. Plus eight. Okay. Um... Five foot step up, and I will stab at Red with my uh, rapier. Okay, making one attack or two. Okay, so run it by me again. The two weapon fight. So how, how if work? you attack with a single weapon, you attack yeah. at your full bonus, but you only get the one attack. If okay. you decide to do two weapon fighting, you can make one attack with your main hand and an attack with your off hand, but both attacks take a minus two penalty. Okay. Actually, I'll do the two-weapon fighting then. Okay. And I don't have it programmed yet. I will after my attack here. I'll program that in. Okay. Um, so it'll be minus two to this. Okay. So 15 to hit against red. He is not flat-footed. That will miss. And minus, was it four or six to this yep. next one? Just minus two. Your offhand weapon is a light weapon, and you have the feet, so it's just a two. Okay. 21. 21 will definitely hit, dealing one point of damage. Minimum damage. That damage is not calculated correctly. Yeah, why did it roll just a one? That's really minimum there, dude. No, 1d4. No, that's correct. Yeah, Yeah, that's correct. Just a 1d4 plus nothing. Oh, you don't have any strength. That's correct, yeah. Yeah, he's he's looking pretty rough. He's on his last legs. <laughs> These guys yeah, only really, had... They really did it. Yep, they only had two hit points. Yeah. Uh, you know. Question. Yes. Why, why is he able to... So, the damage for his rapier has dex? Yes, because of his yes. finesse training. Yeah. Correct. So you have to pick just one yes, type of weapon? Yes, he chooses a weapon. Yes. As he levels yes, up, yes. he'll be able to choose okay. more. But gotcha. for now, he just has the one type of weapon that he can do that with. So you're slightly there, there's other feats too that let you do it for all types of weapons in the game. So that's another added confusion. And yep. I actually did already have that programmed. I just didn't have it selected for two weapon fighting. So I have it in my conditions oh. and buffs already. Okay. I just didn't have it selected. So. Awesome, cool. And that's my turn. Yep. After Frampton, it goes back to Red. Uh, Red is realizing that he's going to have to be in melee, so he's actually going to step back again, drop his bow as a free action, uh, pull out a potion, and drink it. Uh-oh. Got real scared by that one damage. And hey, he did. <laughs> Got him on the ropes. Let me modify his... Okay, yep, yeah, looks like he's been modified. So that was move action, standard action. That's his turn. He Next up... No weapons. That is correct. Next up, it is this guy over here. He is going to step just out here. Oh, a step up there, maybe. And he is going to make an attack. Uh, 
against Aiden, I think. This is with his bow. Okay. Uh, he already cast that spell. Yada, yada, yada. I think I have everything in there. So, one attack against Aiden. Funny thing about this guy, he's also a ranger. I thought you were going to say sorcerer. No. He does look kind of rangerish, yeah? With the bow and stuff? Yeah. So, taking his favorite enemy human into account. Oh, that's not great. That's going to be a 15 on the die for a 20. Uh, 27. 27, I think, to hit. Wow. You just gotta be confident. <laughs> Iden's AC is phenomenal for this level. Right? He's, uh, he's actually a tower shield specialist, so you didn't know yeah. that, but... <laughs> so, I was also fighting defensively. So that will hit, I'm pretty sure, <laughs> to deal. You, you can think that. It's a 7 on the damage die for 12 points of damage. That's his turn. Next it is Blue. Blue actually gets to act now. He did not act in the surprise round. Uh, Blue does not realize that there's somebody behind him, so he is going to take a shot at Frampton, the closest guy. So yes. uh, let's make one attack with his longbow. It's a 14 to hit. Nope. So that's going to miss. He is then going to... Uh, move a little bit further away just to maintain distance that'll be his turn and now Aiden uh, do you have distance calculated correctly on this map That's yes okay. it is accurately calculating the diagonals he is going to respond in kind, five foot step, rapid shot into that guy with the bow. Okay. I don't think he needs to because I'm pretty sure he got it out anyway, but if not, quick draw for the bow. Okay, yeah. Free action to draw, uh -huh. that's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. And. Full round action to make two attacks at a minus two. Yep, I have rapid shot, favored terrain, favored enemy goblin, um, yep. nothing else. These are all hobgoblins. Yep, I think nothing else should be in there. Not firing into combat or anything. Yep, rapid shot and favorite enemy are the only things I think that will be modifying this role. And rapid shot should be marked off already. So here, here they come. Okay. Bada bing, bada boom. So, 23 to hit and 22 to hit. Both of those will hit. Nice. For 16 and 12 damage. Yikes. Not bad on the die rolls. No, not at all. And then another 12. Okay. Two arrows land deep into this guy's torso. He's still up. But uh, he took uh, took some hits there. So that is Aiden's full turn. It is now over to Green. Green's going to step out here. Um, he's going to... I think he's probably going to focus on the same guy he attacked before. He's not going to... He doesn't have a reason to switch focus yet. So this will be one attack against Kieran. Not flat-footed anymore. That is a 17 to hit. That hits. Okay. And you had five images, you say? Yeah, so roll a d5. And then whatever number you pick to be me is... I will roll a d10. And if he rolls a 1 or a 2, he'll hit you. Okay. I rolled an 8. 
So okay. one of your images so, poofs gone. out of existence. That's cool. Uh, and that was his turn. Brandon, your character's first action in initiative. What would you like to do? Probably lay back down and play dead. Okay. Yep. Um, <laughs> Roll a bluff check. That's fair enough. So ooh, I can pass that. Uh, so I guess maybe a stupid question, but because my character is completely language dependent, I know what languages hobgoblins speak. Like I know it's either common or goblin or. You I would know, generally speaking, one. most goblinoid races either speak goblin or common. Those are the most likely ones. Okay. So I will just check. Before you roll, you should know new characters oh, always here. roll ones on this podcast. Yeah. Just how it goes. Oh. Well, I'm not going to be the one doing a roll. As Sarah Ooh. describes her super cool weapon that she pulls out and then <laughs> nat one. Look at that. Cool. A bit of a, a bit of a buffer. Is Ooh, that what we have That's so cool. So, a glaive. No. <laughs> Biff. And I even said, I was like, I'm so afraid to roll because I don't want to biff it. And then I did. Exactly what you did. Oh. Probably a bad idea. Alright, so I'm gonna I'll step out <clears throat> over here and I'll look at blue and I will cast suggestion on him. Okay. What do so you, you say? What, is, what, what do you suggest? So... That's where I was found dead, correct? Or left? Yes, that pile okay. is where you and your two companions were dumped. Okay. So I stand up in the corner and I see this guy and... Hey there, Mr. Hobgoblin. Uh, you might want to check to see if my other comrades are also dead, because I'm still alive and you don't want them joining the fray, do you? Okay. And this is a will save? Yep. Okay. I don't think these guys have very good will saves. Let me see what their will saves are. They're so happy! Okay. It's not... Well, it's their lowest save. It's not a negative or anything. Yeah. Uh, that's a 7. Uh, what, yeah. Was the DC 7? No. Oh, I think it was. It was. Okay. So, so do I, can I tell that it works? Uh, so you... You yell that out, and you cast the spell, and you see his head kind of flick in your direction, and he immediately says, Oh, that's a real good idea. I should do that right now. And, uh... And just as, yeah, free action, I'll just kind of look yeah. at him and be like, uh, be like, yeah, you know, take your time. You want to be very thorough with this? And, uh, there was at least three more of them over there. Yeah, clearly we didn't do a good job. I, I should, I should double-check that. And that's my turn. Okay. <laughs> They're so reasonable. They're so reasonable. <laughs> yeah, I should probably go check that out. Yeah, you're you know right. what? You know you're what? I'm right. sorry. I must have missed it. You know, we're killing so many bodies these days. You forget which ones are alive. You forget which ones are dead. You accidentally mix them up, and before you know it, Scarvidius is coming over. Hey, why did you kill them? And, you know, it's my neck on the line. <laughs> okay, so Jessup cast that spell, and uh, you all see the uh, blue hobgoblin over there. Uh, Looks like he's starting to turn in that direction. He hasn't moved yet. It's not his turn, but he's making a directional um, change. Oh, I was going to keep my name hidden until I said it. Spoilers. The funny thing about Jessup's name. The funny thing about Jessup. <laughs> <laughs> so, top of round two, we are back to Kieran. Oh, okay. All right. Kieran's looking around. He sees um, 
he sees Aiden get hit, right? You got hit by this guy for pretty hard. He got All hit right, once. This guy, yep. he knows he's a threat, but he kind of wants to try to direct all the damage onto one and whittle them down one by one. So he's going to, at this guy, he's going to cast a spell. He's going to cast Magic Missile. Okay. And do 12 points of force damage to him. Whoa! Yeah, you're at the 3d4 range. Those were nice rolls. 3d4 plus 3. Yeah, it was not too bad. 12. And then he will... He will move up. So, are these rocks here? Are these on like these squares? Like these? Three they squares would effectively are... be difficult terrain. You can move on to them if you would like. I don't think I need to. I want to. Um, I think I want to move to be here, and then okay. pulling something out of the haversack is a move is action. A move action. That does okay. not provoke attacks of opportunity. But you can't do it as part of a move, correct? Correct. Okay. All right. Sounds good. That will be my turn. Okay. Iden rolled knowledge religion. Um, doesn't look like he's very religious. No. No religious affiliation. Nope. No like symbols. Nope. Not not clearly evident. Um. Okay. Um. Oh, real quick, Kieran's gonna say as he runs up next to Frampton, he's gonna be like, uh, "I've got something that I think." I can't get into this voice yet. It'll take some time. I've got something I, that might be useful for you. He's like breathless as he just sprinted up here. He holds out yeah. a piece of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I do gotta say, it's gonna. I, I'm really nervous about the first time I uh, I didn't say something because I, I want to get that <laughs> so, voice down right. I've been but. speaking in this voice, but like certain words just don't come out very well. <laughs> you know, yeah. you're you're just so young though. I really wish and want you to play that voice where occasionally it crackles like you're finally hitting puberty. You could do that. He's right. 83 years yeah, old. He's, he's, at, he's at 12. Right? <laughs> he's a man! Come on! Oh no. No, we're men. You're a boy. Oh jeez. Okay. So, Frampton, you're up. This guy has no weapons currently, uh, but you do see at his side he has a uh, long sword. It's just not been drawn yet. It's just not been drawn. Okay. Uh, Way to put me in a tough spot, Sarah. Because now Frampton's like, well, what does this one have? I'm sorry, I don't have enough actions in my action economy to do it all in one turn. <laughs> I'm getting there. Um, I'll just five foot step up. Okay. And let me select my two weapon fighting boop and rapier oof, oof. natural two and masterwork <laughs> another natural oof. two my goodness <sighs> okay back to back natural twos are not gonna cut it unfortunately and it's now this guy's turn he kind of grins and laughs at you as both of your strikes go wide and he just barely has to move. Um, he will move action, draw out his longsword, and take one swing at you to go to him specifically, because his stats are now different than the others because of his potion. Have at thee! So, one swing at Frampton. Ooh, that's a pretty good roll. 23. That hits. Okay. 
With his longsword, he cuts across your chest, dealing blech, six points of damage. Yeah, that could have been worse. Minimum damage. Because he sucks. Could have been worse. And unfortunately, they're not getting any of their sneak attack anymore. Their ambush started out pretty rubbish. Next up, it is this guy's turn over here. Uh, nice. He's been shot twice, and he's kind of staggered back a little bit, un not expecting such a uh, powerful uh, response so quick. So he... Well, for magic missile, too, so maybe, maybe he could hit security. He's going to drop his uh, longbow and charge at Aiden, pulling out two sickles as he does. Ooh, that's cool. So he charges forth. He will only get the one attack. Uh, but this will have a bonus from charge. And favorite enemy. Not a great roll, though. That is... A... Oof, I don't know if that's going to hit. That's only a 19 to hit. No, that, that literally just misses, buddy. Yeah, he rolled a natural nice. five. Make sure I added that correctly, because charging brings it up to... And then favorite enemy, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't got anything else that would make it go up by one, so that is unfortunately going to be a miss. It is now Blue's turn. Um, Blue is very concerned that one of their previous kills is still alive. So he immediately rushes over here. Oh, no, no, I told him to take his time. Well, yeah, but he's very worried. So he rushes over there and he starts looking over these bodies and he, he starts, like, puts his finger to the neck of one and he starts waiting, counting the pulse. And then he realizes he doesn't know how to count and he's like, oh, that's not working. Um, so he just spends... He spends the rest of his turn uh, inspecting that body. I'll just roll a heal check for him. Does he have the heal skill? Let me, let me take <laughs> sure a look at this guy. Sure, plus five. Sure, he's he got like, a... tools for any reason. No, it's not <laughs> marked on it, so it's just his plus one wisdom. That was a really good roll. 16. So he notices that the first body is, is actually dead. There's still another one he has to check, though. So that's his turn. Aiden, it is back to you. You have been charged at by this guy who has two sickles in hand. He has closed into melee with you. What are you going to do? Uh, I think I have a distinct disadvantage in melee, but I'm not sure Aiden has that thought. So he's going to go ahead and use the quick stow feet to go ahead and put the bow away and quick draw feet to quickly pull out his plus one short sword and swing down with two hands. Two-handed power attack against his favorite enemy, favorite terrain. Uh, with the short sword. 28 to hit for 22. Okay. 28 will hit as Aiden swaps weapons with masterful and practiced speed. And how do you want to kill this guy? Uh, yeah. He's coming to many weapons! He had many. 7 hit points left, so you brought him to minus 15, which is technically not enough to instantly kill him because he has 16 con, but close enough. Sure. Uh, so the way I see it, he immediately, like, when he comes in, because he missed on the first attack, so he sidestepped them. He knows he's against a lowered AC. I feel like the way he did it kind of, like, parries them out, and then he just quickly switches, slicing through with a five-foot step 
that way in the process. Kind of like slicing his midsection right open and disemboweling him. Okay. So, that is Iden's turn. The uh, Hobgoblin Lieutenant could not match the damage output there, unfortunately. Next up it is Green. Green sees that his uh, ally there has gone down, so he is now going to switch his target to Iden. He is going to make one attack against Iden with his longbow. It's a 10 to hit. That's not going to do it. He is then going to free action, drop his bow, and move action, pull out a potion. And that'll be the rest of his turn. Actually, he'll five foot step uh, back here, I guess. Um, that'll be his turn. Bottom of the round, we are back to Jessup. Keep looking there, buddy. There's at least three of them. And uh, he will move. See, hope so. Should be. That's what I was hoping. All right, so we're gonna get away from this guy because once he realizes, he's super pissed. Um, so I will run up and I will take a shot at Red with my bow. Uh, I'm going to. Um, I remember the swift action? Yeah, swift action, arcane strike. Yep. But I will get firing into melee. Where's that debuff? Correct. So you do not have precise shot. I do not. Where, okay. Is it firing into melee, or what's the debuff? Okay. Uh, it's a minus four. I don't know if you've programmed it in as something specific. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was regular condition. I didn't. All right, just take minus four to whatever this is. I'm not okay. expecting to hit, but... No, not expecting to hit. The warning shot, though. Okay. Uh, a 10 minus 4 uh, will miss. It goes over his head. You're kind of compensating a little bit. And you're still, your muscles are aching a little bit because you have basically been playing dead for a long time. So the sudden movement is taking you a little bit to warm up here. Uh, so you moved, attacked, swift action. So nice ain't helping me anymore. <laughs> That'll be Jessup's turn. Top of round 3. <clears throat> Kieran. Okay. Kieran will move action, pull a potion from his bag, and he will hand it. Is that a, another action to hand it to somebody? Forces it down Frampton's throat. <laughs> He's going to um, hand it. Okay. Is that another action uh, to hand it off? I would say it's a move action to give somebody else an item, and then they can all let them receive it as a free action until I look it up later and find that there's a different ruling. Okay. So he will use his full turn to hand off this potion to Frampton, and he will say, if you drink this right now, this might help you get some attacks in. Essentially, it will make you go invisible. Oh. Okay. But as so. soon as you hit, it's going to make you visible again. So choose your attack carefully. He says this all in six seconds. Okay. She explains right in front of the hobgoblin <laughs> that he's about to go Yeah. Quietly, okay. Um, <laughs> about to go invisible. Actually, would you let me free action cast message? <laughs> I could say it in his mind. Actually, no, I still have to speak that. Never mind. So, uh, 
uh, Kieran spends his whole turn giving a potion to Frampton and then saying ten seconds worth of words in six seconds. That's one of his feats. As a standard action. As a standard action. Yep, one of his feats. The thing about sorcerers yep. is they can do that. As yes. a free action, you can take God, two actions worth die. of words. And, and then he's going to... I'm trying to decide if I want a five-foot step anywhere. Uh, I'll five-foot step here. Okay. Frampton, it is your turn. You have a potion, actually, that does complicate it because you technically don't have a hand free. Oh. But she can like choose from I would allow you, if you so choose, I would allow you to drop your dagger and, and grab the potion. Well, to be fair, though, didn't she use a full round action? It's the same as shoving a potion down an unconscious. I could grab it out of my No, because she would have so. had to pull it out. So if she wanted to yeah. give it to him, like make him drink it she wouldn't have <laughs> the action um, i can do that like if but you would rather me feed it to you on the next turn but if he would like to drop his dagger and, and have the potion then i would allow that as just free action drop free action grab yeah we'll do that yep. okay that seems reasonable. so you have a rapier and you have the potion in your hand drinking it in melee will provoke not a five five footstep back Correct. But then you won't be able to okay. use. Well, that's, that's the next turn. So you five foot step back. Do you drink the potion or do you throw it on the ground, shattering it? Why would I throw it on the ground, shattering? It? Out out of spite for having to drop your dagger. Yeah. So I thought that immediately, and I was like, Sarah, that's real kind of you, but um, who's he gonna attack as soon as Frampton drinks that? Like. <laughs> That's All the right. big who are keeping me company, so we'll see how it <laughs> That's goes. True. That's fair. Uh, so yeah, then Frampton will drink the potion of invisibility. Okay. And I would also rule that since you still have a standard action, you could pick up your other dagger if you wanted, since it would be adjacent to your current space. Okay, yeah, we'll do that then. I believe that is all above board. <laughs> Drop it, drink it, pick it back up. It's a little awkward, but yes, it's technically all above board. So I think that that will last you for... Three minutes, should. Three minutes. But but as soon as you it, attack, it goes away. It'd be really funny if he just left. <laughs> could do it. Yeah. He's invisible and he just goes. Just pieces out. You could do it. I'm out. You could do it. <laughs> and that was the last we ever saw of Frampton. It is now Red's turn. Uh, and he now only sees one target. Uh, he's a bit shaken up by the uh, disappearance of the other guy, but he is going to fall back on his training, and he's going to attack whoever he can. So he's going to step up, and he's going to make one attack in melee with his longsword against Kieran. That's going to be natural two. It's going to be a nine to hit. That's not going to hit. Got real five, five away. Ooh. So I keep my other Kirins with me. Yep. Uh, so he uh, is a bit shaken up by all this. He sees a bunch of you and the guy disappears and he's not able to focus on his swing. Next up it is Blue because the lieutenant is dead. Um, Blue is going to step over here to the other body. There are two dead bodies up there. He's going to step over to that one and roll a heal check. Natural 8 with his plus 1 bonus. Not even going to get a 10. So 
he's uh, struggling to really conclusively determine that this one is dead. He's he's not Why would he sure. Just stab him? He hasn't thought of that yet. He's not too bright. He's got an intelligence <laughs> of ten average. Okay. Well, that's, wow, that's pretty his, bad for an his first, person. <laughs> his first thought, his first there, thought was to. My intelligence is at least a ten, and he didn't want to dirty his weapon if he didn't have yeah. to. They're oh, very cool. hobgoblins are notorious clean freaks. Everybody well, no, he knows still that. Has his bow out. He still has his bow out. So like he's like, I right, don't even yeah. have my sword. Yeah, out. he so, he like... stabs it with his bow. Doesn't do anything. No. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, well, he hasn't thought of that yet. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's his turn. He's still checking on that body. Aiden, it's back to you. Hey, um, you, you're gonna let me drive a charge here? Charge, charge? I will allow it if you ask really nicely. Please. Okay, okay sure. Charge in a straight line. Thank you. <laughs> May I adhere to the rule of the game? Thank you. <laughs> um, so that's what I'll do. He'll go ahead and charge. Power attack, two hands with the short sword he previously just got. Favorite enemy, favorite terrain. Uh, charge. I gotta hit charge. Minus two to AC. Um, I don't think there's anything else to have to worry about. Except that hopefully I can kill him with a critical. No. Okay. 20 to hit will hit uh, 21 points of damage. Okay. And I might make him drop the potion. Bam! It out of his hands. I think he already drank the potion. No, he grabbed the potion. He's not drinking. He grabbed, he okay. grabbed it. Yep. Uh, I thought about a disarm, but I decided not to. 21 will hit green. He is still up. 20 will hit, you mean? Uh, yeah, 20 will hit for 21 damage. Yeah, he is still up. That is, he had a different weapon. Yeah, that is Aiden's turn. It is now green's turn. Um, seeing that he can't really afford another round to waste... He's gonna. He's just gonna. Unfortunately, have to drop the potion. He's just gonna chuck it at the rock and angrily curse as it shatters ineffectually. Oh, I'll curse you! <laughs> um, and then he is going to move action, draw out his longsword, because I don't think he had that, and make one attack without his bonus, unfortunately. Stowing provokes and drinking would have provoked, but you avoided both. Yep. So, uh, what, what? Real quick, because this might be important, and I, I could be wrong about this. Is a short sword a light weapon? Yes. Then oh, he doesn't a... get two handed strength. Oh, is that the case? Right. Um... Yeah, it says, it says uh, melee attacks with a light weapon. Um, if it's used in the primary hand or half, if it's used in the offhand, oh, using two hands to wield a light weapon gives no advantage on damage. The strength bonus applies as though the weapon were held in the wielder's primary hand only. Oh, they are light weapons. Hmm. So um, that would be how much less damage? Well, we can do less damage, or we can say he got the great sword instead, which would have been one less to hit on each of those. Mm, let's say so. less damage. Okay. <laughs> this is the curse to throw the potion. I'm gonna, I'm gonna penalize you for choosing the short sword and doing it wrong. Um, they just go down by two. Okay. So the other guy is only at minus thirteen, but he failed both of those constitutions, so he's actually not yet dead. He's just back to minus fifteen, I think. And the green is now at 
not going to make a difference, but... I thought you were going to say it. I was hoping you'd say it. No. Uh, okay. So, did I roll the attack yet? No, because you nope. interrupted me. Okay. So, sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're good. No, it's good. So, good, his good, good, one longsword attack against the lowered AC of Aiden. Probably not going to make a difference. That is only a 14. No, sir. It's going to miss. Um... <laughs> He is going to... What's his acrobatics? You know what? No, he's not going to do that stupid. He's going to five foot step back here around the corner, and that's it for green. Back up to Jessup. Correct, yes. Back up to Jessup. Okay, well, I am going to try to shoot him again. Okay. And it was super successful last time, so swift action, arcane strike. So, throw arcane strike. Still Five, firing eight, into melee. Yep. <clears throat> oh, what an idiot. I point blank shot. That wouldn't have made a difference last time on a... It could make button. a difference now, though. Oh, that one, let's see. Ba-dum, ba-dum. Ooh. 17 to hit. Uh, is that including the minus 4 this time, or are we lowering this by 4? No, I did. I, I added it okay. in. Okay, so the final total is 17? Mm-hmm. Should be, with everything. It should be two from Arcane Strike, one from Point Blank, but minus uh, four from Fire into Melee, so it's basically just minus one total. Okay, that will hit for five points of damage against Red. Um, The only thing is, did it add in the damage? Yes, it did. It did, yes. I'm sorry, Arcane Strike's damage, not, not uh, attacking. Yeah, it looks, it looks like it added uh it added to the damage wait arcane strike yes. is yeah arcane strike is to the yeah, arcane attack and, just, and damage I thought, isn't it? It was just da- I thought it was just damage now for one round your weapons deal with plus one damage and treat oh. it as magic okay so they're so it's not that an is correct enhancement bonus. okay yeah so the plus three is right because it's two from arcane one from point blank okay does that so your attack roll wasn't already including that correct no i have it programmed correctly okay. it's only okay. plus two to okay. damage so five points of damage though not bad. That is... Oh, right. Still got it in me. And uh, we'll take a, take a stroll. Yeah, you can Get move. He's just walking like this. Yeah. <laughs> just swinging his arms as he walks. <laughs> you have to feel Jessup's here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Top of the round, we're back to Kieran. Kieran is now one-on-one with this guy because Frampton is currently invisible. What do you want to do? Okay, he will... He will five foot step here, draw out his glaive, which actually no, I have to be correct. You cannot ten- you cannot okay. attack in an adjacent square. You have to be Frampton. Yep. I will now draw it out and attack him. Okay, so you five foot <laughs> step back, draw out your glaive, make oh. your attack roll. Okay, here it comes. Oh. Okay. Wasn't a one. Let's say sixteen. A sixteen to hit. Uh, Red's AC is exactly sixteen. Oh, that's awesome. So right. does a hit for fourteen points of damage? Not bad damage. Well, it was max damage, so yeah, that's uh, as good as it's gonna get. Not bad. He's still up though. 
I would feel bad if I gave that potion to Frampton and then killed the guy that yeah. he was from. Oh, he would immediately beeline to the guy. The yeah, blue guy. yeah, if it lasts for three minutes, you're, you're yeah. pretty much good. And Frampton, it is your turn. Your blade now, is honor-bound. That's because cool. of the length of the glaive... If you were to move into here? the... If you were to move there, you would be flanking, yes. Okay. You still get flanking, even if you're using a reach weapon. Yep. You just still have to be an opposite. Yep. So, you only get one attack, but because you're invisible, we will add two to this attack roll, and you will get your sneak attack. And flanking, yeah, so that's a plus four total. So, flanking is a plus two. Attacking from invisible is a plus two. And but we only get to swing with the rapier. Right? Yes, but he is also flat-footed. So you get precision. So you're against his flat-footed AC with a plus four to this roll, and you get your sneak attack if you hit. Anything but an at one should do it. Wow. Well, well I, I'm okay. Well, to hit roll with two. Oh, <laughs> natural like two. Your fourth natural two on an attack yeah. roll. Wait, do you have the plus four on top of that? No. Okay. So 14. So it's a natural 2 for a, a total of 14. Against flat-footed. flat-footed. His, his flat-footed AC is 14. Yes! Uh, <laughs> what did I tell you? I said, I said no, literally anything but a nat 1. Anything but a nat 1. He's so, able to do it. he takes 6 damage. Now roll your 3d6 sneak attack. Yeah. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, okay. 6. Never roll the 1. So... The rapier damage didn't kill him, but the sneak attack damage did. Ah, uh, because you found the you found the vital spot. What does he pierce? How do you how do you want to kill this guy? He was at imagine... eleven. He's now at minus six. Like the sword just bursts through his chest, and then Frampton like reappears from that, you know. Oh, and as cool. as he dies. Frampton will whisper in the hobgoblin's ear, what kind of tea is hard to swallow? Reality. And then that'll be my turn. Okay. Frampton tells jokes, by the way. Okay. They get along. His victims and all. <laughs> yep. Victims and all get a joke. It actually wasn't the rapier or sneak attack that killed him. It was that joke. <laughs> joke. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. He just is gave it, it all. that, like, you spontaneously. Oh, if you think that one was bad, I have a whole list already that's, made of jokes for Frank. That's hideous laughter that he that's takes 1d6 damage. Right? Okay. That out. Frampton is now visible, and he has made his turn. Red is dead. Lieutenant yeah. is dead. Blue is not dead, but he is still searching that last body. So. Suggestion CC power OP. He was unable to uh, immediately discern if the person was dead. And so he has a, an epiphany. He's like, well, if he's not dead, I can just kill him now. So he will pull out his longsword and he will stab at the body, dealing pretty decent damage. Uh, he slices into the body, severing an artery in the neck. And he nods to himself. He looks up and he shouts over to Jessup. He's like, I think I got him this time. And then immediately the suggestion fades and you see a scowl of supreme anger 
go over his face as he realizes what has happened. There's not two dead bodies to check? He checked the first one and he succeeded on his healed check, and the second one he just decided to kill. That'll be his turn though. He'll have to he'll have to move to get back into melee now. Aiden, it is your turn. You're up against green here, but you're only a five foot step away. But you can withdraw if you want. Nah, I'm good. We'll uh five foot step. And uh well while we're back here, just just to clean up clean up the mess I made on accident, we'll well, actually, how much of a difference does it really make? The two-handed versus regular. So that was only two points. Yeah, it's only... It's not, it's only, it's not big. It's not, yeah, it's, it doesn't even really matter. It's the extra D6 from the Greatsword that's nice, but I'm going to I'm gonna pass on it, try to just secure a hit. Five-foot step in, power attack, favorite enemy, short sword, no longer charging. Your so favorite gets, enemy is a short sword? Yes, so he gets his uh, regular AC back. I know what I said, Sarah. His These guys enemy. are not wielding short swords. Curses, <laughs> so I'll have to take that off. Um, and here comes his attack. 2020. A 20 to hit, and is this accurate 20 damage? Accurate 20 damage. Okay. Yep. Still say strength two-handed. Uh, no, it doesn't. Where does it say that? Like, if you hover over the 20, it says 1d6 plus 6, and then strength two-handed. Yes, you're adding your two-handed strength to the weapon as well. Uh, I see, I see. That's a nice so tactic, Josh. Be like, oh, yeah, you got me. I took it off. No, I took I took <laughs> power You, you think suggestion's off. crazy, two-handed short sword for the win. <laughs> you're, you're, really, you're really not doing yourself any favors here, Josh. <laughs> I see. I see what the case is. Okay. So I had I had it in the damage damage, not just the power attack. Yep. Yeah. Okay. That was the case. So I'll give him another two hit points back, and you only deal eighteen damage, but he yes. had fourteen, so you still put him under. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's a new character, you know. <laughs> it's not a new no, character. No, I am a new character. <laughs> Probably should have been an additional two on the other one because you only took power attack two handed off the other one, and it should have been an additional two handed strength. You mean the lieutenant? No, the first hit on this guy when we. Yeah, that's what I did. I gave him two yeah, hit points he, back he, again. He oh, I see. Yeah, I gotcha. It, it didn't matter, so I just wanted to say that I did it, but it didn't change anything. So, how do you want to kill this one? Uh, so, this one, as he realizes that he's trying to skirt away, he'll, like. Mm, yeah, he'll slink real close into that rock that's there and then swing around and kind of like clothesline him into the rock as he does so and I can see him kind of like like right into the chest and dealing bludgeoning damage with the short sword as well and his whole chest just kind of like caves in as he crushes against the rock beside him Okay, and, and he five foot steps through and he's gonna loop around the rock hopefully okay and green has fallen. Bottom of the round, we are at Jessup. Um, so I guess, you know, uh, Jessup is just going to kind of run over here, kind of hiding behind the rocks. Uh, as he runs by, he'll just kind of, you got to doing great over there. You should keep it up. Uh, by the way, that guy's going to be super pissed. And I, not that I have an angle, but I will just ready to take a shot if that guy gets within 30 feet. Okay. Sounds good. 
top of the round, we are back to Kieran. Okay. Kieran's going to look at Jessup and then look at Frampton and just be like, do you, do we know this guy? I, I, I don't, I'm confused. But then he's going to just be like, we'll talk after this is over. Um, he will. Oh, Climb this cliff? Yeah, he may as well. He's going to, while he has time, cast shield. Okay. Just for a little bit of a boost, and then he's going to hold his ground and make that guy come to him. Okay. Actually, he'll he'll move up just a bit to be sort of equal with Frampton in case Frampton runs up. Okay. And it is now Frampton's turn. thinking about double moving towards blue but i want to do it in a stealthy manner is that a thing uh it's that would not be possible because you're in plain sight and he can right. just see you there's nothing uh, to hide there's there's no dim lighting there's no anything I, it's just out in an open field i am real quick uh, could I advocate? I mean, if he's distracted, maybe he could come up to this wall, like that slight alcove. But even then, you would have the next problem. How do you get from there to somewhere that he doesn't see with the battle map? Yeah, Blue is no longer distracted as well. He immediately looked back in your direction once he realized the suggestion was over. So he can see all of you. So I'm just going to run at him. <laughs> okay. So you are double moving into position. Sounds good. And it's now his turn. So he still has his longsword out. He hasn't had a chance to drink yet, so he'll do that. He'll step back just a little bit, pull out a potion, drink the potion. Let me modify his statistics. And... We are good. That is his turn. Aiden, you are up. You are extremely far away. What do you want to do? Um, Skirt around like that. Quick stow, quick draw. Pull out the longbow. And uh, how tall is this rock? It's enough that he would get partial cover because he's so close to it and you're so far away. Um, sure. But you can you can still make an attack against him. And it's 115 feet away, I think I count? Yes, the, it's 120 from you. So, so just within the range increment, then? The range right. increment of a composite bow is 110. Ooh, just outside of it. Yes, so you would be taking a minus 2. That's fine. So minus 2 there. I don't have a buff for that. So it's a minus 2 yep. there, and then you'll have to remember the cover. Yep. However, it won't be rapid shot this time. Correct, and don't do point blank shot either. Make sure that's off. Mm, I don't think I have point blank shot, so. It's all okay. Good. 
Favorite train, favorite enemy, masterwork, composite, bow, undo, rapid shot, and there it goes. Okay, a 29, even with his cover bonus and any penalties, that will hit for 12 points of damage. Okay. The chinks in his armor. Okay. I even miss? Is that even possible? Man, no, never he's misses. A, he's an OP never character. Misses. Never misses. Min Max, Power Gamer. <laughs> Guys, this is Power a Gamer. Two handed Power <laughs> Gamer. He's as bad as a gunslinger. Oh, come on. I rolled that. I didn't choose that. <laughs> hey, hey, he earned his stripes, alright? You can bet with your gunslinger. Okay. So that's Iden's turn. <laughs> It's now Jessup's turn. Jessup, you are back there. The blue guy didn't make any any movement towards you. I figured we would let him come to us. I guess we shall go to him. I'm going to follow my joke-friendly elder. I'm slightly older. <laughs> I was going to say you're older than him, but all right. <laughs> His fellow old guy. Old guy. So As Jessup, he kind of yeah. runs up that way, and he's like, let's charge! <laughs> okay, so Jessup double moves closer towards Blue. Top of the round, we're back to Kieran. Goodness. He'll just say, yeah, I'm not really sure what's going on either, but I guess this is what we're doing. Uh, when did he become so unsure of himself? When the elder... Resurrected Bard just randomly showed up. A random 50-year-old uh, guy just showed up out of nowhere. Spoilers. Yeah, just like ro- a rose out of this pile of bodies. <laughs> I told you I took some levels of necromancy. <laughs> he wasn't joking. Um, so we can see Blue, is that correct? Yeah, you can see him. It's just like his lower okay. half is obscured by the rock. Uh, Then I'll magic missile him again, I okay. think. In airing strike. Um, These OP man. characters casting their first there level or... spells. What'd you say? Brandon? Is that a wand or is that an actual spell That's slot? That's just my spell. Yep. So spell. I haven't played a spellcaster in a long time, so we're just going to burn through these spells. And... So how, definitely seems like a 10. 10 points of damage. Okay, he's still up. I gotta say, Sarah, I think this is good for you because normally you're very conservative with like per day abilities and stuff. So I think leading into no, just sling all the spells. It's good for you. Just wait till the boss of book two shows up after this encounter. Well, just wait till I become the the player that's like, uh, can we rest now because I need my spell slots back? <laughs> You're like, we just woke up, we just started the day, we're not resting now. Okay, that is Kieran's turn. Oh, I keep forgetting I've got this to play. These jokes. I say, if you're listening to this podcast, go to check out uh, the YouTube video for this one, because my word, are these terrible. But you need to experience them. You can read the chat. I mean, this is what no. Frampton's all about. Speaking of Frampton's, it oh, is Frampton's go? turn. Oh, okay. Top of round six. It is Frampton's turn. All right. See if this I'll guy at least up. gets an attack off or not. I mean, he killed the already dead guy. Or girl. Yes, he did kill the dead guy. First attack. 
Holy moly. You only get one attack because you had to move up there. You had to move. Oh. So disregard the Masterwork Dagger then. Okay. Uh, does that confirm? That is a natural 19 on the die for a critical threat on the rapier. That is a technically 22 to confirm because you threw in the minus two for two up in fighting. Yes. So, that is a confirmed critical hit. Dealing 20 points of damage. Very nice. He had Very nine nice. hit points. Oh. oh. So how do you want to do this? You got two? How do you want to do this is today? do this this is i don't even know i hadn't prepared for this i'm so unprepared um i guess frampton as he's still running and he's kind of winded because he's getting a little up there in age just (sighs) and as he runs by the guy just kind of nicks him on the neck with his with his rapier right in the right in the jugular kind of uh, right in the artery uh ironically killing him in the same way that he just finished off the other person Okay. Like blood sprays out. Like... And he goes. falls to the ground and then alongside the two corpses that he was checking. Looks at him and says, What did the cake say to the fork? You want a piece of me? And then walks away. Okay. And with that... <laughs> got a whole... Got a whole... Whole list. I'm so happy. Look at him. Look, look at him. <laughs> And with that, the final combatant of this ambush falls. And the now four of you are left to your own devices. Well, I have to say, uh... quite a while since I fought with other people, to be honest. That was not that bad, I guess. We're all alive. Everybody all right? Oh, yeah, I'm doing real fine. Thanks. I've been sitting over there playing dead for quite some time. I was kind of hungry and... Don't ask how I had to use the bathroom. I don't really want to talk about that. How'd you have to use the bathroom? Well, you see, I'll tell you after the podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, right, I, I mean, it's it's great so. that you came in when you did, but I guess I've got questions. I don't know where to sure, start. I'll, I should have answers. Go ahead, shoot, kid. Uh, all right, uh... I guess first things first, uh, who are you? So I'll go more in detail. So um, he is 5'6", so a little shorter. Uh, he's a little little tubbier, but uh, he is, I'll just tell you, he's 52. So he's definitely getting up there. He's got some wrinkles, but he's just kind of a jolly soul. Just think of Santa probably without the big beard. Um, that's kind of what you see. Always just smiling, but he's got the typical bard look. He's wearing the bard attire. He's got a chain shirt, but he's got the bard clothes over it. So he looks total bard. Um, super grinny, and he's kind of got salt and pepper uh, beard. So definitely some some gray in there. Um, and he'll just kind of look at you. Oh, um, yeah, my name's uh, Jessup. Jessup Elfin. It is a pleasure to meet you. Yeah, I uh, I was here. I was, I was just trying, kind of traveling through, and uh, so I met these folk, and we were going to go. Uh, I was going to help guide them to the fort, and uh, then we just got ambushed. Uh, fortunately, they were slain. I, I was on my last legs, but I was able to kind of buy some time and heal. But I was, uh, I was getting kind of the end of my rope there, and then you guys showed up and laid the perfect opportunity to me stand up and get my escape. Did you say the fort? As he uh, steps in. Yeah, yeah, the fort. 
we were going there. These uh, these two folk here were trying to go up to this fort, and and, and I, you know, I have some specialties in, in uh, tracking and, and things like that. So they were trying to help me help them find this fort. Fort Nanda, then. I think, yeah, I think I think that's the one. Just Are so you you're aware. Ranger? Just just so you're aware, I'll, I'll I'll stop in. Fort Nunder was not the fort you were going to. You were oh, going we were to, you were going to a fort called Fort Riston. This um, is to Jessup, not to you, Aiden. You were advised by Aubryn to go to Fort Nunder. That was the only fort she knew about was Fort Nunder. But Jessup was going to Fort Riston. Okay. So yeah, these guys were saying something about Fort Fort Riston, I think was the name. I don't know if Fort Riston. Uh, are you one of the rangers? Do I look like a ranger? Uh, I'll take your point, Jessup. I'm Aiden. And he extends a hand. A pleasure to meet you, Aiden. Strapping young lad. With a lot of strapping gear. Pleasure. Any enemy of the goblins is a friend of mine, I say. Oh, well then I guess we're friends. And, uh, who are you back there, Mr. Kraken Jokes? I like you. Oh, they call me Frampton Burnbridges. I'm a bit of a comedian, bit of a bit of a rogue, a scoundrel, if you will. I like you, too. He kind of, like, steps around looking at you two, but he kind of already puts his arm around them like they're already best chums. And he's like, I like this guy. You see, when I was younger, I was actually training to be a healer. I didn't really kind of cut for that, but uh, I said, you know what heals the soul with jokes? So I tell jokes all the time to people. It's the funniest thing. It's like, you know, yeah, you might have some wounds. You might have a fractured bone that needs to be set, but a joke, it lasts forever. Yeah, great. I really look <laughs> forward to that. You know what? I have this strange feeling. I feel like it has been a long time since I've said this voice. <laughs> It's been a very long time since I've said anything. I, I this Doubtfire thing going on here with Aiden. <laughs> it's been a long time. Aiden, I hate to say this, but with this guy around, I'm not so sure you'll be the one doing most of the talking. That's alright. I'm not one for talking, really, anyway. I beg to differ that. I haven't known you for very long, but you really can get it started once you get going. Anyway... That's a good question. Fort Riston, Fort Nunder. Why are there so many forts in the same area? I don't know anything about these rangers, but it seems odd that they'd have forts so close to one another. Aiden pulls out a, a self-made map of the region of the Chernisado and asks him if he can point approximately where he thinks he was heading. Okay. You uh, pull out a map and... Um... You show it to uh, this new guy of yours, and uh, what does Jessup do? He he has a it's a it's a a fairly crude but mostly accurate map of this local region of the Chernisardo. What does Jessup do? Hmm. Yeah, let me take a look at that. Let's see if we can find out where this is. So, hold on. I gotta I gotta I gotta prep myself here. I got a couple things I gotta do. So I will cast uh, Dead Eye Lore on myself. Give myself some bonuses in survival. Okay. And then I will use one of my charges on my wand of heightened awareness on myself. 
So let me roll a use magic device. Let's go nat one. Just so you know. Okay. So use magic device is a success. Um, just so you okay. know, this would be a knowledge geography, not a survival check. I was just throwing that on. Okay. Just to have it on, because yep. it's going to last me for five hours at this point yep. for okay. traveling through. Yeah, so the heightened awareness is the only thing that's going to add plus two, I believe, to my um, knowledge checks. So you said knowledge geography? Knowledge geography. Well, I don't have your... Yeah. Sorry, and do you want two separate checks for this, Jace, as they like work together to figure out where each thing is? Uh, this would just be him. Okay. So I'll roll. It's going to be plus two to this because I don't have heightened awareness programmed in yet. Okay. And five. So you recall uh, your traveling companions, they roughly knew where Fort Riston was. You recall this. Uh, so you are able on the map to point to a general direction on the map, and you're fairly certain that that's uh, where Fort Riston is, at least generally. It's Once you got into that area, you could probably roll survival and find it without too much effort, you think. So he will kind of look at the map, look at you, look at the map, lick his finger holding up in the air for the wind, grab some dirt, go like this, kind of, I think it's over here. In this general vicinity. I might be it? off by a couple miles or not, but you know, we'll find it. Jason, how far is it from Fort Nunder? So you don't know exactly where Fort Nunder is because it had been many years since Auburn was there and the Chernersado has a notorious uh, aspect that it will occasionally seasonally shift terrain. So it's kind of hard to pin things down after a long period of time, but it looks like Fort Riston is actually closer to where you are right now than Fort Nunder would be. But it is in the opposite direction. Not the opposite direction. So from where you're at, uh, Fort Nunder, as far as you know, is pretty much west, maybe a little bit north, but mostly west of your current position. Fort. uh, Yeah, but it's all black, so it wouldn't really help you. So west and a little bit north. You don't know how far, but west and north. Fort Riston is northeast, like due northeast of your current position from where he's marked it off. What was waiting for them at Fort Riston? Not really sure. They were kind of chit-chatting, saying that there was some rush that they had to get back there, some uh, some emergency or something. I just kind of bumped into them, and then that's when we got attacked. I didn't and I played dead. For days. <laughs> I didn't visibly react to that, but decides not to comment He's been lying next to corpses for days. Picking out the bodies. Any identifying marks, the ponchos, the rangers. Okay, yeah. So on the bodies. So on each of the uh, colored guys, blue, red, green, they had uh, masterwork longswords each, masterwork longbows each. Um, oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Hold on. Oh, jeez. Okay, all right. I you don't have to I pick also... these up. I'm just saying what they are. Right, know. right. If you but pick up everything, it might get much. But I also was hobgoblins. Yeah, right I was. I was talking about the two bodies up here. But you can go. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you were talking about the bodies well, you just took out. Well, you guys were talking over the map. Kieran was detecting magic and kind of looking around at these yep. guys down here. The order yep. doesn't matter. Okay, so you're looking over all these bodies. Uh, so the red, green, blue. 
they had, you know, standard gear, Masterwork Longsword, Masterwork Longbow, uh, they had Masterwork Chain Shirts, um, and then general uh, gear. They each had nine gold pieces, if you wanted to pick that up. Okay. They each had a potion of Cure Light Wounds that they did not use. So that's three potions? Yep, a total of three potions of Cure Light Wounds. Okay. And one of them... Oh no, he smashed that one, so never mind, you don't get that either. So you don't know what the other potions they took were. Uh, and they each have a jar of a strangely colored juice, liquid vial. You're not 100% sure what it is. I do, I know what it is. I know what it is. Oh, do you? Yeah, I think so. I, I guarantee you don't. It is a, an item specifically tailor-made for goblins to help them uh, keep on marching through force marches and exhaustion. Uh, I don't know if that's what it does. I know what it does do. That might be it. Also, Job uh, pee. Goblin it's also, pee. It's also poisonous to anybody who drinks it who's not goblins. They have to take a reflex, a re- fortitude save. I don't think that's what it is. A reflex save? It's <laughs> a reflex save. Oh, oh. <laughs> jitters. That's not what it is. <laughs> the jitters. I got the jitter roll, bug. Roll a uh, craft alchemy. You got it. To try to identify this, I'll say. Oh my goodness. Natural 20 for a 27. I'll say that's easily enough. Uh, Frampton, you're actually looking at this uh, vial that Kieran is holding, and you're actually able to identify it. Uh, The color, the uh, viscosity. um, You've seen this before. It's called fervor juice. Basically, this foul-tasting alchemical concoction grants those that imbibe it ferocity for a short period of time. This functions as a universal monster rule of the same name, lasts for one hour from the time you ingest the solution. So basically, if you drink this, you can remain fighting even below your con as long as you're you're staggered, but you can still fight. But once you hit your negative con, you instantly die. Oh. So basically, it lets you keep fighting, but you might actually just die. But it might buy you a round or two to get one or one or two more attacks off. So it's a uh, fervor juice is what it's called. And they each had one vial. So there's three of those. Cool. On the lieutenant, he had two masterwork sickles. Uh, he had a looks like a normal longbow. Iden adds all of those to his jacket. <laughs> yeah, coat of many weapons. Coat of many weapons. Um, <laughs> he had. He still has one uh, oil that detects his magic. Oh, I didn't have your real spellcraft for the potions of cure light. That's fine. Uh, He also has a potion of cure light. I'll just give it. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. You will roll spellcraft for the oil. Uh, Okay. So Jessup rolled a 12. That's not going to be enough. 20. 20. I forget. It's uh, 20 plus the spell level. 15? I mean, 15 plus the spell level? Yes. I mean, 20 plus the spell level, you probably might not even want to look it up. Look up this. It's a zero level spell, Sarah. Yeah, right. is, can't can't juice. It's only a first level spell, so I believe you are successfully able to identify this as an oil of magic weapon. Uh, okay. It looks like he had three others, but they are empty. He probably placed them on his sickles and longbow in preparation for the ambush. Is there and, any residual juice in the potions that they drank that I could, like, 
try to I'll let you roll a spellcraft if you wanted to just see what it was. Yeah. The one the one rock is covered with it. Okay, this was a second level spell. So 15 plus the spell... Is it the caster level? Oh, let me look up the spellcraft. Sure, I think it's caster level. Because if it's Don't caster worry. level, then the DC I'll would be aid. 18. You can aid. Okay. Uh, I did caster level. So he, if he aids, that would bring you to a 19, which would be enough to identify this second level spell, I believe it is. Uh, they had uh, potions of bull's strength. Hmm. Okay, I thought so. So once they had fallen into melee, they took a potion and they were going to go in. Uh, but those have all been expended. Uh, the lieutenant also had plus one hide armor, if anybody wants that. A normal longbow with a bunch of arrows. Uh, he also has a magical cloak. Alright, I'll uh, roll a spellcraft on that. 24. I'm sure that's going to be enough, but let me just check the item. Caster level of 5, so it would be a DC 20. So you succeed. He had a cloak of resistance plus 1. Which I don't know if any of you are lacking a cloak of resistance plus 1. You might all have one already. I technically do not have one. Okay. I also don't have one. Really? That's surprising. You wear a poncho. We all know it. I thought okay. for sure you had one. Give I it. thought we talked about this last. You've time. got so many items. I'm surprised you don't give have it. one. Give it. Give it to Jessup, though. Um. Yep. And that's that's all that you notice on him. Um, uh, if you on ask, uh, you ask. Jessup has muleback cords, so it actually doesn't matter. Because he needs them to lug around all this gear because he's old and frail. <laughs> Josh, you definitely have a cloak of resistance. Huh. Okay. I didn't calculate a cloak of resistance, I don't think, in his wealth. That would have put him even more than 80% higher than all of you guys. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty wealthy. Hampton, hey. what? Are you there? You also, I believe there's something else that you can notice here. So each of these hobgoblins carried one to two. Some of them had one, some of them had two. Uh, Gray-green ponchos that have been stained with blood. They were also wearing them themselves. Uh, you notice that these are the same ponchos that the Chernisoto Rangers are known to wear. Uh, it seems like they're either keeping them as trophies or wearing them as disguises. Um, and you also, I believe in here, you, uh, I think they have this in here. No, it doesn't look like they... I thought they had a, a map of sorts, but it doesn't... I'm not seeing a map here. You could just put one in. That's okay. What's that? They have another plus one rapier? Awesome. <laughs> no, it says that uh, It says that you, you could have tried to get information from them, but they're all dead, so you can't do that now, unfortunately. Did I not over your information while I was pretending to be dead? Uh, they were not while you were pretending to be dead. They weren't really talking about... Um, this location. They divulged all of their plans. However, is what I was going through. Yes, you're going through his companions. They all have standard ranger gear. So like standard long swords, standard leather armor. One of them had studded leather armor, long bows, arrows. 
most of their gear has kind of been broken, probably from the battle. They might, they, like their bow might have been chart, um, slashed in half, sundered by an attack, stuff like that. Clear wear, clear wear and tear on all this. Um, they don't have anything valuable on them, but uh, they had standard ranger gear. It looks like these were Chernishardo rangers. Any notes like yep they would have had notes uh that particular missive that they received yep um as you guys are looking through all these bodies everybody roll me a perception check i'll give you canny observer for this four or two higher depending on if it's about goblins magical beasts or nothing okay so with canny observer we have a 23 for frampton 29 for Aiden, 17 for Kieran. Um, I don't see Jessup's yet. There I'm getting there. Mine, Thir- 13 it, for Jessup. It would be 15 with heightened awareness if it hasn't been 10 minutes Correct. since I've cast yeah. now. So, yeah, 15. Um, Frampton and Aiden, as you guys are looking through these bodies, you hear a voice in the distance. Uh, you hear uh, a voice coming from pretty oh. far away. But it's shouting out to you, and he says, Hello! I, I could use a, a little help up here. Well, this is getting weirder and weirder. People are just coming out of the trees. What's this? One in tree right now. Do we see what direction it's coming from? It sounds like it's coming from the direction you came from, down in this way. And Aiden, I'll say you had a 29. Um... You can actually look in this tree down here. I don't know if you can see me pinging this yep. tree to the south. You see at the very top of this tree, 60 feet up in the tree, right? You see this guy. And let huh. me let me blow Boom. him up. Boom! He's dead. It's an awful nice cloak pin he's got there. So you see in the top of this 60-foot tree, it looks like this tree might have been taller but it looks like the top has been cut off. So it's kind of like the tree goes up and then just cuts off at 60 feet. So 60 feet up in this tree, you see this guy kind of dangling from a branch, yelling down towards you. I swear, it never ends these days. And uh, he'll go over to help. Okay. You walk over. Do you say anything to him? Uh, Who goes there? This is... Are you hobgoblins? I don't think not, you are. You don't look like it. Not in the slightest. Uh, who are you? Uh, my name's Vardalel. I'm a nice. I'm a, a a merchant from Aragis. Uh, I was I was here on a logging expedition. Uh, it, uh, my my crew is sadly gone, and I am stuck in this tree, and I have been for days. And I would very much like to get down, please. Do you need oh, assistance? Oh, we were really or... close to each other this whole time. Yes, <laughs> yes, I saw everything that happened with you. Unfortunately, I couldn't do anything because I am stuck in this tree. And yes, I need help. My wrist is broken. I think. I tried to get down earlier, and I slipped. It was not good. So, what do we need to do to help him down? So, I, I climb up there. You can attempt to climb the tree. tree. The tree is DC 15, so if you can take 10 and hit a 15, you can climb the tree. He is 60 feet up, so it'll take some time, but you can get up there. 
Um, I guess you can do it that way too. Are one both of you who's some somebody's going up the tree? Who's going up the tree? I I was gonna have Iden pull out. He's got a grappling arrow, so he was just gonna shoot it up. He's gonna shoot the guy. <laughs> shoot the guy with the grappling arrow and then pull classic, it back down. <laughs> classic classic Iden. He was just gonna tan him up, leather him, just kill everyone he could tease. No, he was gonna hook it on a branch and hopefully lower the DC from fifteen to ten or five with the rope. Oh, uh, someone needs over here. That's a little bit more, uh, you know. But if the rogue wants to climb, that's fine too, and I'll hand him I'll hand him the rope if he's, yeah. he's anyone anyone with a plus five climb can take ten. If yeah, they so wish. Oh, yeah, do you do you need this too? And he uh goes to hand you a climber's kit. Do you have a climber's kit? I'll give it an additional two. And I have a Marlin spike which provides an additional two with skill checks involving a rope. As long as he has a plus five, he's good. A plus five, we're good guys. <laughs> okay. So you start climbing up this tree. You start going up there. Roll me a perception or a knowledge nature, whichever you prefer. Okay. So you're climbing up this tree, and you get right near the top of this tree, and uh, you're uh, climbing up branch from branch. It's not too hard for you. You've got a pretty good climb. Unfortunately, on your way up, you fail to notice that as you reach the top, you're very close to him. He he looks down at you and he says, Oh, good. Very good. Uh, help me down, please. You get very close to him. And right when you're about to reach out to like grab him and, and try to help him down, you do notice he it looks like he did break or sprain or twist his wrist. And that probably is why he wasn't able to get down himself. You fail to notice the sound of creaking wood. As the tree, the tip of the tree begins to crumple and the top bit collapses as the top 10 feet of the tree falls off and begins plummeting to the ground i need you to give me a reflex save this guy also has to make a reflex save really another two another two yeah you had to climb the tree holy crap this guy rolled a natural 19 I don't know what his reflex save is, but even with a penalty from the wrist thing, natural 19, he only needs a plus one to hit the DC. DC 20 reflex save. Wow. So, as the top 10 feet of this tree plummet, you and this guy start falling, and he is able to, surprisingly, with his good hand, grab onto a branch a couple feet down from him and avoid falling from the tree. However, you, caught off guard by this, fall 60 feet to the ground. It was 60 feet up? Yeah, 60 quick, feet quick. up. Immediately yes, dead. Is there any way that... Slow fall. I don't think this is going to work, but like I have floating disc. Can hold 500 pounds. No, that's not going to do it. He literally hits like concrete. I, I, maybe <laughs> it will. <laughs> It would be a standard action. I don't think you have the time to do that. If it was like Featherfall, an immediate action Featherfall, then yeah. But this all happens very quickly. So I'm going to say that you're not able to cast it in time to break his fall, whether or not that is how the spell works. I don't know. And the reflex save was to avoid falling. Reflex save was to avoid falling. 
And he can't avoid because it was an unexpected fall, so he can't negate any amount Correct. of the damage that he's about this to This is take. a collapsing tree trap. Nice. So, you take... Probably a lot. Back up, ready? <laughs> ready? Okay. You take 20 points of falling damage. As you land on the ground, the breath knocked out of you. And I want the other three of you to roll me a percentile. You want to roll high. 86 is the worst possible result. <laughs> it would be. High enough. So the lowest roll was a 24. So the 10 foot chunk of this tree is going to make an attack roll against Jessup. This is and I didn't see the trap. What was the correct? See it. Probably like a twenty-five. Twenty-five is my guess. Oh, I must have missed it by like Do one or trap? two. Do you have trap finding? I don't know if that makes a difference. No, he changed trap fighting for yeah. something else. Something else. I did have it, but then yeah. So, yeah, multiple targets. Everybody at the top ten feet of the tree takes sixty-six falling damage. Which would have easily killed this guy. So it's amazing he made that reflex save. So he's still in the tree? Yeah, he's yeah. 50 feet up now. Uh, I'll let you know. So, Frampton, you could have seen he looked very malnourished. He's been up there for probably two days. Uh, so he has non lethal damage and low hit points. And he would not have survived that fall. Oof. So, this is the a, an attack roll against Jessup. It's only an eight, which I don't think hits, even if you're flat-footed. So, Jessup, you hear the creaking of the wood, and as this tree begins plummeting towards you, you're able to back up just enough so that this ten-foot log just collapses in front of you, not dealing 3d8 damage. You know, I do have to make a comment that if you're saying that guy's been stuck in the tree and he looks very frail and thin because he's been up there for two days and I've been next to corpses for a few days. How fat was I before those two days started? Well, he didn't have magical healing at his disposal, so... So, he is still 50 feet up at at this tree. Frampton has collapsed onto the ground. The top part of the tree has fallen as well. He kind of shouts down. He's like, oh my, I wasn't expecting that. Um, Jessup will run over, looking at Frampton. Hey, buddy, you okay there? You, you probably should have taken my climbers kit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hindsight being what it is. Uh, just kind of lays on his um, side. How much, how much damage did he take? He took 20 points of damage. <laughs> uh, hindsight is 2020, huh? <laughs> uh? Don't make me laugh. That was a very is funny joke, but I'm literally about to die. <laughs> using, using a 23 heel check to make sure Frampton's alright. <laughs> he kind of leans into Frampton and whispers, if he thought that was a funny joke, we are going to slay him. Is he still and, uh, in the tree he will... Yeah, he's still in the tree. He's dangling from one arm now. Alright, what do I need to do? To Could try... you do floating this now? No, because I looked, it only goes three feet above the ground, so it's not going to be... I can't move. I... It'll break the last three feet of the fall. Do you want? Do you want to do your thing next, then? Because I I have the grappling arrow still. Well, so Jason, mechanically, what what needs to happen? Or we so just have to at this point, if you can make a DC fifteen climb check multiple rounds in a row, you can climb up to him and help him down. 
grappling arrow is a good idea, but he wouldn't be able to make much use of it himself because he only has one good arm. He can't really climb a rope with one good arm. He's not a terribly strong guy. Uh, he, Frampton would have been able to see he is an elf. Uh, he's a little bit of on the leaner side. Um, so somebody would have to climb up to help him. Right, it would lower the DC of anybody who decides to go up, though, right? Sure, yeah. As Frampton's laying there, he'll look up to Jessup. Jessup! Uh, what's brown and st sticky? A stick! <laughs> I take a nap. I get it! As he pulls out a cure light wound wand. Hey, here's a <laughs> stick for you. <laughs> oh, I... I'm not really a good climber. I don't know what to do about this. I'm well, somebody really... take my climber's kit over here. <laughs> what does a climber's kit do? Gives you a plus two, plus two bonus. Plus two, plus two bonus to climb check. It's a comp, uh, circumstance bonus. Okay, so um, can you take ten in this situation? Yeah. yeah, if your bonus is plus five, you can take well, ten. I have a plus three. If I use the climber's kit, then I have five. Okay. So that would be a fifteen. I, I have an eight in climb. So yeah, you could do it as well. Whoever wants <laughs> as he, to. As he stay, I got a, I got a good climb. I'm just gonna stay down here though. Yeah, right. Like I've well, got I, this grappling arrow. Why don't you just climb up there? Well, let the sorcerer go. I was going to, but Frampton went up, and I was like, all right, it's not bad. We can do it. But you have a chance I now. Up. I want, I didn't want to steal your thunder. But yeah, if yeah, if it's so, I'll okay. just go up because it's a plus two circumstance bonus. I have a six naturally, eighteen. They're up and they're down. And okay. strength check to help the guy, or is he fine? No, you're you're able to climb up there, and at this point you notice that the top of the tree was very um, um, weak. And so you're able to notice that it was not going to be able to bear the weight of two people. Um, so you get up there, and you're able to help him down. It's a slow process, because you want to be careful that he doesn't fall, but you are able to bring him down, and uh, with your... Is that heal check for him, or was that earlier? That was for him to make sure he was alive. For Frampton? Frampton. Okay, yeah. so that was not on this guy. No, but okay. I can make another one. Another right, he's telling thing. jokes. Of course he's alive. <laughs> well, I'm so healing him. While I'm up there, I'll go ahead and make a eight. Okay. Um, he doesn't look great. You're not able to really assess too many details about his condition, but he definitely doesn't All look right. well. Uh, that will hit. The 15 no. <laughs> against no. him will hit. No. Roll damage. No. I did a thing. I made a ma I accidentally created a macro slot and it won't go away. There it goes. Uh, also Kieran also but I don't think he... With a 12, you get more information at least. Uh, it looks like this guy is uh, malnourished. He probably hasn't eaten in one, maybe two days even. Uh, it does look like his wrist is broken. Um... And so you basically he has nine he has five points of non lethal damage. Okay. Uh so that's easily half his HP is already non lethal damage. Um but he is alive and he's his voice is kind of coarse, because um, he hasn't had much to drink in a long time. But he is alive and he's there and, and when he's when he's down he says Oh thank you for that. I, I I've been in that tree for a long time, I gotta say, and I was honestly kind of Reserving myself to dying up there. Your friend and Kieran will pull out a trail ration and hand him his water skin. And he'll say, 
real quick though, I don't want to be rude, but if you could just not put your mouth on it, I'm a bit weird about germs. <laughs> he he chuckles. He says, "I'm not a savage." All right, good to know. There's a man of class around us. Perfectly good stream, twenty feet from us, but that's fine. I'm not gonna drink from a stream. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he takes that, he thanks you, and he begins eating and drinking, and he says, You do not understand how amazing this is. Go two days without food, anything will taste good. I got some wine, but I don't know if you should drink that in an empty stomach. That might do a little bit to the head, you know. I probably shouldn't, but if you offer it, I'll I'll take it. But maybe if you need a little swig just to help dull the pain in your wrist. I'm not much of a healer, I'm not sure I can do anything about that. Yeah, that'd be nice. I've never gone two days with a broken wrist. Well, neither have I, to be honest. You don't want to. I don't suppose I do. Doesn't look very fun. How? I'm sorry. I. What did you say your name was again? Ah, uh, proper introductions are. Uh, uh, my name is Vardalel Prender. I am a merchant from Aragis. I was here on a logging expedition with uh, another group, but. Uh, a couple of days ago, they uh, had to flee for their lives. I, I doubt they escaped, but these uh, hobgoblins chased them off while I was up in the tree, cutting it down, and uh, I've been stuck in there ever since. Um, and then he looks towards Jessup and he says, I, I'm sorry, friend, I did notice the ambush on you and your group, but uh, I was a bit scared of making my presence known with them still around. And he basically explains that a band of hobgoblins came by while he was up in the tree, chased his group off, so they kind of abandoned him while he was up there, and he's been stuck there, hasn't really been able to do anything, and um, he saw the whole ordeal with the ambush, he saw you guys coming in, and he just stayed quiet because the hobgoblins didn't notice him up in the tree, and he didn't want to risk them firing at him if they continued to successfully ambush their targets. Where so he, was it he came from? He says, ah, uh, Eragis. Uh, it's, you may not have heard of it. It's uh, it's in Kionin. It's uh, just across the lake. Interesting. If I remember correctly, Kionin, that's a, a big elvish country, is that right? For is the most part. For the most part, yes. We're mostly elves. There's one, there's one town where you see a lot of half-elves. But for the most part, we're fairly elvish in nature. Uh, 14... Your... I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, 14 knowledge geography. Kionin is another country or nation that borders Lake Incarthen. It's basically across the uh, lake from you guys in near Mothis. Where's the Just... east then? It is to the east. And the... I was going to look up a, a picture, but that didn't help me at all. Um, yeah, it is. So basically, if you were to look at it from relation to like Molthoon and and such if I can find a, a decent image of this so I'm not getting this wrong um, I believe Molthoon directly to the um, east of Molthoon is Druma and then northeast of Druma is Kionin so it's not too far away from you just across the lake he must have sailed over and then up a stream or whatnot to get to where he is for this logging expedition And he says, uh, are you all native to Neomathus? I 
my first time here. You're the first natives I've I've seen. Assuming you're all native here, I I don't know where you're all from. Well, I'm not from here myself. I'm just passing through the forest. But as far as I know, well, to be honest, I don't really know where Jessup's from. We actually just made his acquaintance a few minutes ago, but Frampton and Iden are both from the area, I believe. Yes, I did not. Gave me a shock seeing him stand up. I thought he was dead for the past two days. I can't imagine laying there still for two days would be any more pleasant than having a broken wrist. I suppose that both of you were playing the same gambit. Seems yeah, like sounds it. like we both won, too. Kinda. I mean, yeah. I'm not stuck in a tree. But... Well, yes. In the end, it seems it worked out. Was this your final destination, or this you were heading somewhere else, or this no, is where you were no. logging? No, this was our destination. We came here on a logging expedition. You can see we had a fair bit of work, and you can look around and, you know, several large felled trees, like, litter the ground around here. Uh, and they're all, like, cleanly cut, you know, shorn of their branches, stacked up. So everything checks out. Looks like they had been here for a while, maybe, cutting down trees. Uh, and he says, yeah, this this was our our destination. You know, Fangwood's known for its wood. So. Well, I hate to say it, but the Fangwood's Taking our trees! <laughs> not very kind to people by themselves, I know from personal experience. I'm not sure if you want to hang with us for a little bit and we can... We're trying to find a fort or something. Uh, yeah, you uh, get down here and I can heal your wrist. And, uh, you know, any other injuries you may have. And I got some more food. Oh, and there he is. All right, and here's meals. Oh, by the way, you were asking. Uh, yeah, I got a, I got a farm right outside of Long Shadow. That's where I'm from. Oh. You guys, where, where are you from? Well, I know where you're from. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, I, I'm not sure I gave my name. My name's Kieran. I'm from Absalom, actually. Um, a bit far I was from raised in your Oh, so we do have a native. Two natives. Good. Um, and uh, the third, fourth one here. Is he looking at me? Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, oh, I feel much better now. Uh, I'm I'm Frampton. Uh, yeah. I I I. It's not important where I'm from. I I go a little bit here, a little there. Yeah, I put on a little comedy show. You know. Bit of tricky fingers here and there. I, I just get around. Ah, so two travelers and two natives. Yeah. Every time you speak, I just like you more and more. Well, uh, if, if if you want me to stick around with you, that's fine. I uh, I don't really have a crew anymore. Exo dump. Iden will explain their situation in its entirety from Feindar to now. Okay. Entirety. Yeah. We sit down at the tree for the next sixteen hours as he so, regales him with this tale. So I go what to our do you, YouTube channel? We have recaps. So what what do you go over, Aiden? <laughs> so what do you discuss? Oh, I guess you're new too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just travel here. I mean, he was in the tree. I was playing dead next to some uh, corpses. No biggie. So from the beginning, uh, there's a town called Feindar, which is along the Meredith River. Is that correct, Jace? It is correct. Um, right across the bridge. Yep, right across the bridge. Chiefly important in the supply line for the war effort in Nirmathas on the front uh, towards Malthun and Nirmathas Eastern Edge, Eastern Front. Yep, the Nesmian Plains. Um, correct. And then from there, 
Um, normally, blah, 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 they are not attacked by campaigning armies because the planes are so far they can see that it stops. However, suddenly out of nowhere, a black tower was summoned in the middle of Thandar. Out uh, from it came waves and waves of hobgoblins. Um, a completely different cast of characters uh, successfully fled Feindar along with a handful of survivors. One so he, as you're kind of speaking and just trying to talk and he's like listening whatever and then when you start talking about an attack on Feindar you see him kind of has that cheerful grin always and it kind of like starts going away a little bit. Wait, so there's, there's an attack on Feindar? So like everything's gone? I did not believe it myself when I first heard, but I've seen it with my own eyes. If you go there now, there is nothing except oh. how goblins and a few prisoners, but too many. So that's probably what they were saying about the the note. You you said there were survivors, right? Right? Where are they? Not many. About thirty of us or so. What? They, do you know uh, fa uh, Father Nolan? Was he with you? Is he with you? Please tell me he's there. His eyes go wide. You know Father Nolan? Well, yeah, I mean, I've known him for, you know, 52 years. Yeah, he's... He, he's my father. Hello! Wait, is Jessup Biden's dad? Wait, shut up. Is that... <laughs> wait, no, wait is, is, he, is he alive or, or not? Is he with you? Please tell me he made it out. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Josh is like, I gotta get in the right headspace for this. This is my father. Josh, look alive. do you remember, do you remember when I said this session would have many rev uh, revelations for Aiden? Wow. Oh. That, that that arc came to an end much quicker than I thought. <laughs> so while while Aiden's kind of dumbstruck, Kieran will speak up and say, uh, I stayed a night at this cave or a couple of nights, and I don't remember meeting someone by that name, unfortunately. Your, your son to Father Nolan. Yeah. I, I, it was, am I, I, I guess I'm not really sure. Do you know Brett? I, well, I, I, yeah, I knew him. I mean, he was my brother until I, I heard that he had, he had passed a while ago. So is this true then? I'm Aiden, son of Brett, son of Nolan. Uh, you're the only family that I have left. Oh, I mean, poof. I woke up next to some corpses today trying to live, and now I feel like I'm a monkey's uncle over here. That's crazy. I... I... I guess I'm your uncle, then. I don't know what to say. I, I thought that you were a ranger. That's what the family stories say. Well, you know how they relish in, in stories and things like that all the time. I, uh... Yeah, wow, that's crazy. I, I didn't know that uh, you, you were alive or anything. I, I'm very bad at staying connected with, with family. I, I, that's obviously very apparent. 
I am the only one left. My mother and my sister were both taken from me. And you know that my father passed in the war. And my grandfather, Nolan, he died in the Iron Fang invasion. Kind of like looks down at his feet and just trying to, you know, keep a smile on, but oh, very, very tough day today. Well, that we will have time to mourn later. We could, we uh, we probably better go to the fort. I'm, I'm sure that that's what the Rangers were in a hustle about. I didn't straighten up. Yes, he, he's right. I took a look at the corpses of your companions, and it was true. They were heading to Fort... What was it, the other one? Hurst? Fort Riston is where Riston. they were headed. Yep. Yeah. So we you now have really... you know of two forts now. You yeah. don't know which one is best, but you know two of them. We were told to go to Fort Nander, but if these people, these rangers, were already on their way, I think that the best thing is for us to go there. I mean, the whole point was for us to try to find rangers, right? So why does it matter what fort we go to? If there's rangers at this Fort Riston, I mean, they're no different than the rangers at this Fort Nunder. I agree. Then it is well met. Jessup. Still processed. <laughs> I, know, I know it's a lot there, buddy. We are guys, family. You two are related, is that right? Something about your dad was his brother or your grandfather's his son or something. Nope, not his son. I, his, he's the son of your grandfather, so you're... Yeah, so fa Father Nolan is uh, is my dad, and uh, he was also father to Brett, who is my brother. And uh, Aiden here is the son of Brett, which makes me his uncle. Huh. It's <laughs> a coincidence. <laughs> Imagine that. Seems a bit contrived, but who am I to say? Contrived, as if narrated. <laughs> yeah, you know, That's funny, almost... funny things just uh, pan, you know, pan out those ways. I has not really told anyone about this, but one of the reasons that I wanted to be a ranger, it is true what I said. I, I, I want to fight for Nerathis, and I want to secure a future. But part of me, I, I was looking for you. You found me. I guess you didn't expect to find me all kind of soiled and smelling like corpses. It is good that I did. Hey, you know what? Remember what I said? Here, Aiden, I don't know if you heard these before. But Aiden. Oh, sorry, Aiden. Listen. Knock knock. You who's you say there? who's who's there? Yeah. Who, and then I say there? who? Who I don't understand. So you get it, you got so I, I knock, you say who's there, I say I say something, then you repeat what I say and then who? So I say knock knock. Who's there? Who? Ooh. Ah, it's an owl! And he's, ah. demor he's demoralized forever. This All is right, not, so... 
the man he was looking for. <laughs> I, I, well, I, yeah, Frantic gets it. I said, you have to heal the soul, my boy. Listen, it's getting late. Right. It's getting late in the day, I think. Either we need to get out of here and start heading toward this fort. I feel like we're we're wasting time. We can probably chat once we're in a more secure location. What's this guy's name? The elf? For the fourth uh, time. Yeah. <laughs> Baradel? This is, uh, Baradel. again, um, Vardanel Prender. Dude wall. See what he said. I, I like to think that I have a memorable face and name, but apparently that's not the case. You will forgive me. I, I have a very weird person playing me who forgets everything. Oh, I'm not going to so. lie, your eyes are pretty scary, actually. Ah, what kind of demon are you? Have you not met an elf before? Uh, it's been a while. It's been a, a long while. Uh, I didn't search his memory. You think oh. I'd find a lot in Absalom, uh, but... You'd think there were two of them still staying at that camp we, or cave we came from. <laughs> I knew a half elf, but I, I don't think I've met a true born elf. Oh, well. Two of them in our cave. It's fine. <laughs> you know, just like people, they all come in different sh- shapes, sizes, colors. Whoa. Well, none yet. Larosa, wait, who who do we have as an elf in the cave? We have two. Full don't elf? We? I think yeah. there's only one full elf. Uh, Theros's mother was a full elf. Oh, uh, Kieran didn't well, meet her. What are the two? I didn't. Uh, Larosa and Tydell, the twins, are both half elves. Yeah. I believe. Oh, they're half-elves. Oh, yeah. Okay. So he'll say, well, we're rather common over in Kionin, but uh, when I leave, I do occasionally get some glances by people who haven't uh, gotten around. I know Nirmathus doesn't have a very high population of elves, so I guess it's not too surprising you haven't met one before, but uh, yes, our eyes look like this. It's a bit different, but we're... I no offense by it. No, no, I, I understand. It's intriguing, actually. Aside, the Fangwood is very dangerous, and I don't know if you'll be able to get somewhere on your own. No, we I... have to get to this fort. Right. Well, I, I guess I can either follow you, or if uh, I guess I could try finding this cave you spoke of. I don't know how far I'd get, but I have some some moderate experience tracking through forests. I might be able to make it there, but uh, if you think it's safer, I can tag along. I'm honestly not much of a fighter. I'll probably just weigh you down if you wanted me to do anything of that sort, but I can just hide in the bushes, maybe. How far are we? Are are we from Mistone? It would, so it took you you're at like 1 o'clock and it you traveled, you started your day there, got to here so it's taking you basically half the day to get this far, so it would be half the day to get back. So um, if he doesn't mess up, he could get there today. As as long as he gets there, yeah. His survival check surely won't be as high as yours would have been, but there's a chance he could make it. It's a chance. That choice is yours, but we have to go to the fort. If you go to Miss Tom instead, talk to Auburn the Green. She's a former ranger there. She'll know what to do with you. All right. Well, uh, I think. Sounded ominous. <laughs> maybe, maybe for the rest of the day, the day I'll follow you. I don't want to risk going out there and taking too long and getting stuck in the forest at night. So, uh, I'll stick around with you for the time being, and maybe tomorrow morning, depending on how things look, I'll head out then. Maybe. We'll see how it goes. He'll nod. And uh, pleasantries aside, he's just gonna grab his gear, 
motion for these two, and then head off. Okay. Are you heading towards Fort Nunder, as Auburn directed, or are you heading towards Fort Riston, as you have now learned of? Riston. Okay. Because we know we know of Rangers going to Riston. We haven't heard. We just heard old rumors of Nunder. Correct. Yeah, Auburn trained at Fort Nunder, but she has not been there since she retired. Um, that was just the only the only lead that she had that she could point you to. So, is that a group consensus? Is the group going to Fort Riston? Yep. Okay. That's two. Yep. Sounds good to me. Okay. So you guys start heading in the direction of Fort Riston. Um, you have a general idea. Uh, Jessup knows from the two rangers he was with. He he is able to point you in that direction. You start heading towards there, and this time I will move you to the. Well, no, not yet, because you don't get there right away. You are about a couple hours into your journey. You think you're getting pretty close. It's maybe four o'clock, four thirty, something like that, and you come across a large clearing that is not a natural clearing. You see um, the forest in this area suffered a severe but localized fire. Ash coats an area devoid of undergrowth, while the larger trees are badly scorched. At the center of this devastation is a large oak tree, killed by the fire, standing like a blackened skeleton. Two bodies are lodged in the branches, burned beyond recognition. What do you do? It's currently on fire? No, the fire is out, but the whole area has been burned to ash. Trees are just dead black stumps, except for this one in the very middle, which is also dead black, but it has two bodies that seem to have been lodged in the branches and burned. Can we tell how long the fire's been out? Roll a knowledge nature or survival check. Um, if five hours have passed, I would cast Major Armor again. Just since the start of the day, it would have been because it's four o'clock now. So I cast it right after the owl bear fight, which happened very soon after leaving. So yeah, you you would have to cast it again if you if you would like to have it. So I will do that. Okay. I will turn off Dead Eye Lore then, because I would not have that. Um, so you said do what? Jason, uh, Dead Eye Lore lasts how long? Hours per level. You would still have that because you cast it just before leaving the last fight. They had to travel to that point in addition. Oh, okay. I thought you said it was five yeah. hours since we just literally. No, left. it's been it's been three three and a half hours. So you're still good okay. for your okay. hour long spells. Got it. Your hours per level long spells. Yeah, so knowledge, oh, so nature, or survival, if you'd like to determine the age. Uh, they're fire. both a six, so might as well roll survival, because that's what I got with dead eye in. Okay. Nope. Is that including your plus four? Oh, yep. So the total is ten? Hey, guys, there was a fire here. It's out now. Yeah, Favorite. you can see that. Favorite terrain forest, or are we in too much of a clearing? Favorite terrain no, this, this would count as a forest, or it was a forest. So I'll It's go part ahead. of a forest. Okay. With a 25, you are able to identify that this fire occurred only two days ago. 
I don't know if we should check out those bodies that are in the tree. I can't tell from here if they're human or goblin or what they appear to be humanoid. Maybe. Yeah. Narrow Maybe my we should... Plus four. Maybe we should send in somebody expendable to check. I kind of look over with a grin toward uh, for Adele or whatever he calls himself. Uh, I'm not much of a uh, I was, medicine I was man. joking. I was joking there, friend. Oh, good. You probably uh, twist your ankle getting down there. Don't worry about it. We, we got you. You're fine. Okay. 21 to notice if they're hobgoblin or not from a distance. So it's going to have a few negs to that. Yes. Um, you know they're not hobgoblins. Hampton, but it's too I... far... If, you'd have to get closer to get a better look. I have one more potion of invisibility. You're probably the the most fleet of foot of us. Not sure if you want to take it and walk up there and see if you can get a better look. You're a rogue. Not, not really in the mood to do more climbing, but I, I guess. Well, it's <laughs> and, just a stump, uh, right? Or is it a tree? Does he have to climb to get to these bodies? No, they look like they're by maybe 15 feet up on the tree lodged in the branches. Oh, okay, and the tree sure. is burned, so it's not like you're okay. going to be climbing it. My okay. only concern is usually clearings are a good ambush point, And if there's something lying in wait, I don't know. I don't want them to get the jump on us. So I was thinking if you could go in invisible and be quiet, you might be able to get in and out, get a good look at what's there. And get out before. Biden looks across this little clearing. Does he see anything except for that? Roll another perception check. You know what? I'm going to give you this potion anyway because I'm pretty sure you can make more use of it. I had it in my position goblet. when I was alone, but I'll uh, give it to you. Oh, okay. Thank you. Potion of invisibility. You see very little movement. Uh, doesn't look like there's any animals here. Place has been burned. They probably scattered. Uh, you don't see any any humanoid creatures walking around. You don't spot anything. I don't see anything. But but Frampton, if you want to stealth ahead, th- th- that's fine. Yes, yeah, so Frampton will move up. Okay. Are you taking that potion now, or are you moving up stealthily without it? Stealthily without it. Okay. Roll a stealth check. Oh, Whoa. yeah. Oh, yes. Whoa. He ninjas there. his way over there, there making no sound. He becomes <laughs> one I, t- I turned just to go look at Frampton and say, good luck, but holy crap, he is really quiet. I really wanted to take the potion and then mess with Jess up and, like, poke him in the belly or something. <laughs> As, like, I run around. <laughs> Okay, so you stealth up, uh, deadly silent. Uh, no, no uh, leaves or um, uh, sticks break under your feet, and you are able to get right up to the tree. Go ahead and roll me a um, perception check to see what you can notice about it. Okay. That is a 13. Um, You aren't able to discern too much with a 13. Um, Well, I'll throw in Canny Observer because they are technically, I guess, hidden. Um, You're looking over the area and you can see kind of below the ash 
of this area concealed below the ash. You see several shattered flasks. Um, they look to contain alchemist fire. Oh. Oh, did they tree these people and then burn them? So, when Jessup sees Frampton kind of get up there and start doing his stuff, he is going to finger point to him and cast message. Okay. And, Frampton, it's Jessup, and I'm whispering to you in your mind. What do you see? So with with message, you can... Um, yeah, I think he can talk back, can't he, I believe, through message? I think so. Can he? Yeah, the creatures that receive the message can whisper a reply. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, yep, I just posted it there. Yep. So you could, you could whisper back to me. It's just a DC 25 perception for somebody to hear our conversation. Our conversation. Okay, so Frampton will... <clears throat> he'll say back to him uh, it looks as though they had a bit of a fight there's some flasks here with what looks to be alchemist fire but I I can't really tell much more from where I'm at and then I kind of want to see if Rampton can get closer to them like climb the tree yeah, but it's a burnt tree. I mean, it's only 15 feet up, so even if it broke, I could probably acrobatics out of that. Yep. If you wanted, you could, like, take 20. Like, it would take a while, but it would be, like, a very thorough look around the area. But it's up to you. For the perception? Yeah, you, you could take 20. Yeah, you could take 20. It would take a minute or two, but you would be looking much more yeah. closely rather than a, a glance over. Yeah. We'll do that. Okay. Uh, and that... So Jessica just relayed the information that Frampton had said to Kieran and uh, Aiden and Fancy Pants. Falafel. Falafel. Yeah, yeah falafel. <laughs> he still don't remember. Uh, he's related to Ham Slice. Yeah. yeah. So that would give you a 26. So with that, so there are two bodies in this tree. They're about 15 feet off the ground. It looks like their equipment was destroyed in the fire um, their bodies have been fused to the wood by the heat. Um, it looks like this might have been used as like a blind, like somebody might have been using this tree as a blind um, and got caught in it when somebody must have started the fire. Um, do you stay in this area as you're looking around or do you move around a bit looking for other things in the area? Move around a bit, look okay. for other things. So you're looking around. You stealth up to the ridge, on the um, to the uh, to the southeast of the clearing. There's a, a low ridge. You stealth over there, and with your 26 perception, you locate several arrows along this like switchback path on the lid on the ridge, and you are able to see there is a clear line of sight from that blind to these arrows. Roll a survival check. Okay. It'll just be untrained. Yep, it'll be untrained. Survival gets rolled way more in this campaign. You don't notice any tracks. Or anything like that. But there's a clear line of sight from the tree to the arrows that you see on this ridge line. Um, You know that the tree was set on fire and that's about what you get right now. 
but uh, any more, you'd probably need assistance from the more experienced trackers. Okay. Right. <laughs> but then... Frampton, do anything? Do you see anything else? Anything? There's a bit of arrows over here, but I, I don't see any tracks, but I'm not much of a tracker. And he'll kind of make his way back towards... So kind of, just will whisper to you, you know, you guys just, well, it looks like uh, Frampton's over there and he found some stuff we should probably check out. I mean, he hasn't been attacked or killed yet, so it might be okay for us to go out there. <laughs> I didn't trust his eyes anyway, and he didn't see anything, so he'll nod and head on up. Can Kieran do a quick scan just to... Sure. 21. Okay. 21. Um... Like the others, you don't see any creatures moving around. Um, from your distance, you you don't gain any new information. Okay, alright. Jessup looks 100% human, by the way. Uh, that that was a question. You can't just ask somebody if they're human. Roll a knowledge local. Um, no, he, wait, wait, what are you asking? He's asking uh, if you earlier, look human. Yeah, in your description. Do you Do you ask me that? No, it's just based on your physical appearance. I mean, I guess I look human. I don't have pointy ears, if that's what you're asking. He's right, got to be know, at right. least half human. Right. That's what I meant. You're not like a half-elf or anything like that. Doesn't appear so. Would Hayden have a problem? We no. I, I, Josh, was just wondering. <laughs> just trying to see if my hat disguises on. Yep, we're good. <laughs> Father Nolan's unfaithful. <laughs> so are, are you all are you all meeting up around that central oak? Yeah. So with with the way the tree looks, do those? I mean, is it a good assumption that those were possibly rangers? Uh, once oh, you yeah. get there, you can roll perception checks. Yeah, I mean, oh. I'm assuming that they were kind of like rangers, and the hobgoblins kind of got mad that they, uh, you know, it's kind of the whole burn the forest down. You can't find your enemies. Thing. I'm going to take 20 on perception and okay. survival, if you'll allow it. Okay. And uh, for each of those, um, unless it's related to goblinoid, um, it is going to be a 31 and a 32. Okay. So everybody walks up to this oak, uh, and Aiden starts taking time. He's looking around very, very uh, acutely. But... Shortly after you begin inspecting this area, I'll move you to this map. Go ahead and place yourselves around that oak. There's a red box. There should be a red box in the center of that one tree. Place yourselves this around that. This looks like that. the forest fire map. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure I've seen this one before. No, there, was a fire. Never... there was a fire over here. No. I'm pretty... Which <laughs> so direction we were coming... did we come from? Yeah. You came from the south. Okay. So down All this right. way you came. Kieran has been like staying back a little bit and I was going to say that when I interrupt but I was going to say that he's very cautious and he has his glaive in his hands and he's not really paying attention to the tree he's kind of scanning around okay so you are or not sloth. in the red box oh you want me in the red no, box no I don't, you don't have to be if you were staying back you can stay back I just I had the red box there because I didn't That's know if you were all I'll around the, it yeah I can be in the red box okay it won't let me delete the box unless I click on your tokens, which I don't want to do. Um, so, Kieran, you're looking around and you spot something. Not, like, 
succeeding on a perception check to notice it in time, but you spot a tree in the distance on the opposite side of the clearing. There is a tree that begins moving. And just as you notice that, a voice booms out as this tree turns into a humanoid, a giant humanoid figure, and this figure bellows out and he says, I knew you'd be back! I knew burning the forest wouldn't be enough for you! As he launches an arrow in your direction. And I need everybody to roll initiative. This is not good. I will make him visible up there. And I will do a shift Z once all the initiatives are in. Oh! So, Aiden gets a 22. (laughs) Kieran gets a 12. Frampton gets a 20. And Jessup gets an 8. And I'll show you this guy. This person, Oak. It gives you a sense of scale in that picture. You see the deer. So this is a this is a this is a giant humanoid. This ain't uh this ain't a normal sized humanoid. Oh my goodness! Oh my. Goodness. So let me roll initiative here. So I have him, and let me type in all of this. So Frampton was twenty. Kieran was twelve. Twelve. Aiden was 22, and uh, Jessup was 8. Wow, his initiative was... He rolled a natural one initiative. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. He does get a surprise round, though. So his single shot in the surprise round, he will be aiming at the nearest target, Frampton. So, with his longbow... He is going to take one shot at you. Let me take a look at his... Okay, so let's turn off rapid shot for this. He won't is have... He above the trees? Shot. What do you mean above the trees? How tall? Like, is he... Because the trees are, like... He is... 60 feet, 70 feet up. I gotta look up. I mean, he is much bigger than those deer that were in the picture with him. How tall these, deer. this creature wow. is. He stands 14 feet tall. Okay. So just... Yep. So, uh, he's not going to put on deadly aim, he's not going to put on rapid shot, he's not going to have point-blank shot, so this is just a normal attack against flat-footed AC. Any cover provided? Or no? Um, I'll say, with this guy, no. He's pretty adept at forest stuff, given his... Forest stuff? He's adept at and also remember these uh, trees are like burnt down the oak is the oak is mostly intact right all the other trees are like gone it's like a clearing okay so So these are just stumps pretty much yes yeah um so that is a 23 to hit he's flat-footed you take You take 12 points of non-lethal damage. And I need you to make a... Will save. Okay. The arrow hits you. You feel something kind of course through you. And your eyelids almost like flutter a bit. Like you get a little bit drowsy. But you you stave it off and you're okay. Um, But you did take 12 points of non-lethal damage. So that just goes in the non-lethal... 
boss. Yeah, basically you'll count like that up. Current? Yeah, basically you'll count it up. Your current HP is fine. But once oh. your non-lethal equals or exceeds your current, you go unconscious. You're not dying. You're just unconscious. Oh, okay. Any non-lethal in excess of that becomes lethal. Ah, okay. So, yeah. So just track it upwards. and. Uh, yep. That was the surprise round. Top round of initiative, we have Aiden. You're muted. You're on mute. Or there's something wrong and we can't hear you. One of the two. You're muted in Discord. There you go. No, I just... Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I just muted it in Discord, so I don't know what that was about. Anyhow, is... We heard him, right? Yep. Can I didn't shout that far away? Oh yeah, you can you can shout out to him if you want. Yeah, I'm not gonna shout because of my voice in our port listeners' ears, but he'll say, um, "We aren't the ones that burned the forest. We have no issues with you." And uh, I'll delay. Okay, Frampton, it's your turn. You just got hit by this arrow. Did non-lethal damage, so it, it more of just like knocked the wind out of you rather than like piercing you so much. Um, what are you gonna do? You hear Aiden yell out at him. Yeah, and he's no weapons drawn at the moment. I think he might be busy. He turned his camera off. Oh, sorry. Is it my go? Oh, yeah, sorry. it's you. Yeah. Yep. You got hit by this uh, non-lethal arrow. Uh, and and Aiden yelled out at this guy. And you did hear him yell out at you. I'll drink the potion of invisibility. Okay. So, yep, you already had that in hand, so just standard action drinking that. Uh, you could move if you want. Uh, sorry. One second. Uh, yeah, he'll move here. Okay, yep. He's only 130 feet from you now. He was at the other end of the clearing, by the way. So after Frampton, it is Kieran. Kieran, you saw this guy. He was a tree. And then he turned into this. Yelled out and fired an arrow. Can I get a retroactive knowledge roll? Do I know what that is? What he roll is? a knowledge local. Nope. You're not, a, you're not sure? I'm not trained in it, so unless it's lower than a DC 15. Nope. What's that? A knowledge local to figure out what that was? To identify to identify the creature, it would be knowledge local, yes. Oh, could I take a knowledge local? Sure, if you have knowledge local, go ahead. 18. That is enough to identify him. It's not enough to get any extra bits of information, but you, you know this guy is known as a wood giant. Okay. Wood giants are the wardens of the deepest, wildest portions of the world's forests. Unlike many of their kin, wood giants are slow to anger, peaceful and artistic, and display an infinite patience in their duty. A wood giant's role is to preserve and protect the wilderness, a role they believe that nature itself granted them, the proof of which manifests in their magical abilities tied to the natural world. Um, they're 14 feet tall, roughly, uh, generally about 1,200 pounds, uh, mostly vegetarian by choice. Oh. Um, okay. Yeah. Peace. Okay, so Kieran is going to say, 
as Aijin said, we don't mean you any harm. We're just trying to figure out what happened here as well. We're trying to get to the fort. And he will, um, I guess total defense, but not like threateningly. But can I roll okay. diplomacy? Uh, hold off on that. Okay. It's not going to be good anyway, but yeah. I just figured that's the best I could do. Next up, it is Jessup. Well, you guys kind of said what everything I was going to say. That's kind of puts a damper on that, but, uh... You can also roll Knowledge Local if you want. If you roll high I enough, will. you might get extra. Is this difficult terrain? No. Okay. Everything's burned yeah, down roll. enough that it's not. I'll roll uh, Knowledge Local. Okay. Boom! Okay, so plus two from Bardic Knowledge. So, is Bardic Knowledge pre-added? Yeah, that's why I just okay, wanted to okay. so 18, so why it's higher. You also identify as a wood giant. Um, you know that wood giant culture is as complex as their forest homes. Much of a tribe's time is spent tending to a forest's health, planting new trees, clearing away dead brush, and hunting abominations that pervert the natural order. Individuals may even cultivate their forest homes into elaborate demisnes. I don't know what that word is. I probably pronounced that real wrong. D-E-M-E-S-N-E-S. Demesnes? What is uh, that word? Domain. That's not how I would have spelled it, but it's okay. It's a legal possession of land as one's own. Okay. So elaborate domains, mazes, or living temples. They are an isolated race, only rarely meeting to trade with other tribes or occasional elven settlements. Uh, while primarily good-natured, wood giants are distrustful of outsiders and prone to great melancholies. What would you like to do? Um, yeah, so uh, I'm just going to kind of, like, I guess kind of walk up or kind of bristly walk, stroll up, hands up, and just kind of... Yeah, so what the, well, my friends here was saying is uh, we just arrived here and not noticed that this was burned down. We had a scuffle with some hobgoblins not too far back. I'm sure they're, they're your culprits here. Why don't we come over here and just chit-chat? Okay. I want everyone to roll a diplomacy check. Um, you can all aid one person, or you can all aid... Uh, or you can all roll separately. That is up to you. But it is a party-wide diplomacy check, and you can alter it, or however you want to do it. You can just... I'll roll to aid. Okay. I will roll to aid. I think okay. probably Jessup is the best to... I mean, I, it's alright. It's a 12. Oh. Yeah, roll to aid. Okay, oh. so three of you are going to aid. Jessup is doing the main roll. Everybody go ahead and do that. So I get plus four. Uh, Six. Iden oh, failed. Plus four. Yeah. So Kieran and Frampton both aided, so you get plus four to whatever your your diplomacy is. Holy Oh, right, because wow. you're a stinking bard. <laughs> so your perform oratory. Uh, you roll a twenty-seven plus four is a thirty-one. So if he's a hostile creature, plus his charisma, that would be a DC twenty-six. Succeeding that would bring it to unfriendly. Exceeding it by uh, five or more, I think, brings it to indifferent. So you guys make this plea. It's now his turn. His He kind of narrows his eyes, but he lowers his bow, and he says, You're saying you're not the ones who started this fire? Out of game. It's going to really suck if he actually inspects and finds out that I have alchemist fire on me. He can be so <laughs> mad, but... Um, yeah, I mean, we just... How long have you been sitting there? We just got here. He, um... 
We'll drop out of initiative for the time being, in case you guys do something really stupid. Um, get back here. Get back here. He starts moving in your direction, slowly. He still has his bow drawn, but he's slowly moving in your direction. I walk up to kind of meet him very, okay. very, very kind of, okay. you know, as passive as I can be, you know, the way I talk, arms are waving. Okay. So you, you walk up, and he... So the way I talk, see? <laughs> You're a mighty fine, or mighty uh, tall fellow there. Hi, my name's Jessup, Jessup Elpin. Pleasure to meet you. And he puts his hands up, kind of like hopping to shake his hand. He reaches out hesitantly and grabs your hand. He says, my name is Herge. Herge, that is a very, very nice name. It is a pleasure to meet you. We just arrived here, coming through. We're actually on our way to Fort Riston, and uh, we had noticed that all of these uh, trees were burned down, so we were inspecting this. There's some corpses there, and we were just trying to get to the bottom of that before we passed on through. We want to get to the bottom of this, just like you. I, wa I want that as well. I, I found this forest burned a day or two ago, and I came in, and it was on fire, so I, 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 put, all it, I put it out. I, uh, I managed to save as much as I could, but I, I don't know who, I don't know who started this fire, but I, 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 I knew they'd be back, so I was waiting. I was waiting for somebody to come back and, and start up the fire again. Oh, you did a very good job, because there is definitely no fire here. When I came through, it was, like, smoldering, but, I mean, pardon my French, but I've been really pissed off, too, if I found my forest burned down. So, good on you, friend, good on you. Well, if you weren't the ones who started this fire, then I am. I'm sorry for attacking so quickly. I, I, I thought you were the ones who did it. Um, I, I apologize. No, no it's, it's, it is fine. That was some non-lethal damage, so we are as right as rain. Yeah, I, I, I was hoping to put you to sleep so that I could force you to replant it, but if, if you weren't the one who did it, then... then I, I well, won't, I won't. maybe after we go to Fort Rist and figure things out... We'd be happy to come back and replant. And actually, you did Frampton a D because he is a little tired. So a nap is probably a good thing for him. So many good things you're doing today. Well, as, as a kind offer, I'll, you know, if you have the time, it'd be it'd be nice. I, it's 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 a sad it's a sad fate for this forest. There are some good trees here. Eh? It's it's sad. Have you seen any hobgoblins coming through here? I... They've been swarming the Fangwood. I, I'm not sure what a hobgoblin is. I, I haven't seen anybody in this area in a while. I just saw the fire and I got all, I got all angry and I thought you guys did it. But that's understandable. You're, you're saying these hobgoblins did it? That's well, just what my guess is. I, I don't know of anyone else that would have done it. We didn't do it, and from to my understanding, hobgoblins like to spread destruction, and so setting. A forest on fire would accomplish that goal for them. Well, if it's all right with you, Herge, if I look around, I might be able to know what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Look around. I'll, I'll help. I'll help. I'll, I'll look around as well. I appreciate that. A good friend of mine was a druid, so I know what dangers nature sometimes faces. So, uh, big guy, do you, do you know, uh, if we're close to Fort Riston? Sorry, I was just writing in his survival for the future. Um, 
He he looks at you and he says, uh, I don't I don't know of Fort Riston. Um, I don't I don't usually go where uh, you folk tend to be. I I like being out in the forest. Um, sorry. No, I, that's uh, quite all right. We appreciate your honesty and your willingness to help us. And I don't blame you for that. Sometimes the forest is nicer. Uh, well, then I'm just gonna go sit over here and remove this arrow from my shoulder. It's fine. I know chat. Oh, just you'll uh, be able to walk it off. I, I'm sorry. I, I can't. I don't have. Uh, I don't have anything to, to heal you with. I don't think. I'm sorry. I, uh, yeah, it's, it's fine. It's fine. I've got. I've got tree shape. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> That must have been what you did, because you were a tree, and then yeah. I saw you shift, and can yeah. you do that all the time? Yeah, yeah, I, I well, three times a day, I can do that. Oh, um, is that like a supernatural ability? It's not like a spell, magical is, 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 Oh, it's a ability. It's a spell-like ability, yeah. I can, I can do quench, too. That's what I use to put out the fire. I can do that three oh, times per day, sweet. too. I, I also have a bit of magic myself, um, and he'll cast dancing lights and kind of twirl them around. Be like, oh. It's good to know you've got a Oh, isn't it magical? Oh, that's, magical that's a good one. That's a good, I can do this too. He steps back away from you and he casts spiked, uh, spike growth around himself. He says, yeah, see, if if you guys had gotten close to me, I was going to cast this and then you'd have to be walking on all the spikes. But Oh, that wouldn't have been very nice, I'm yeah. sorry to say. Yeah. But very handy in a fight, I'm sure. Yeah, I can only do that once per day, so I, I can't do that anymore. I hate those ones. I'm almost out of slots myself. It's... It's frustrating, but you know, once you have a good sleep and you wake up the next day, then you got all your your stuff back to you, and you yeah, it's yeah. the best part of the day. Yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, we were, we were looking, we were looking around, we were looking around. Yeah, he used all of his spells. Have spread him sneakily, get from behind <laughs> the prize round, boom, <laughs> kill him. Yeah, right. He walked. He uh, so uh, Jessup kind of walks up to uh, the Herge. Yeah, yeah, he moves back so that you don't have to go into the spike growth. Oh, so walks up to hers and, uh... Are you... Josh, were you looking, you said? Yeah, I was going to take a 20 as soon as this scene plays out. I, I imagine the two of them trumping through, using their dual survival to figure out any traces of what happened here. Yep, he was going to aid you, by the way, so... You gotcha. take 20, plus 2, plus your modifiers. Is that a really high number, or...? Yeah, more than 30. More than 30? Okay, that's all I need to know. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. You better be looking over there for stuff. We're rooting for you. Get it? Ah, he's got an elbow in like pulse to hurt. <laughs> root. Yeah. Yeah. You know, no. Root. No. I. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a good one. Yeah. I've actually I've got a fourteen intelligence, so I'm actually I, I get it. <laughs> I no disrespect. Yeah. Just so. some people. Yeah, his mental stats are actually really good, by the way. That's out of, smarter than I am. That's yeah, out of game. Good on you. 14 intelligence, 15 wisdom, 12 charisma. So mentally, he's... he's uh, I'm a nicer guy than you are, but you're smarter and wiser than I am. Yeah. So, um, not, your, your survival... <laughs> um, so your survival with a 30. You are able to notice boot prints descending from the path that those arrows had. The the arrows were over in this ridge. There are boot prints descending from there and then ascending thereafter. So they're like going down the trail and then they went back up. Um, 
but the tracks are lost once they go to the stony top of the ridge. Um, you exceeded it by five. So you also notice similar boot, print, boot prints in the soil beneath the ashes around the tree. And you're gathering that somebody started walking down this uh, ridge. Probably got fired at by whoever was in the blind and retreated. But then came back another way to the base of the tree. Probably set it on fire and just let that take care of whoever was firing at them. Based on the boots, can he figure out um, anything about them? I'll say with it. I'll say with a thirty. That's exceeding it by ten. The DC was only twenty. Um, I'll say you're able to notice that the uh, the tread mark on the boots is indicative of boots that you've seen hobgoblins wearing in the Iron Fang Legion. They look like they're sturdy military military grade boots. Um, so it could very well have been members of the Iron Fang Legion in the in here, which means the people in this blind could very well have been Chernisardo Rangers. Um, and too higher to track, he can't find the boot, the prince run off. Past the stony ridge, they gone. Uh, does anybody have knowledge arcana? They sure do. Just uh, roll what that for me. Who's, who's got knowledge? Come on. 24. 24. So you're oh, looking Justin's around. Got it too. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, I'm still like, I'm trying to think of more puns over here. So with a 24. You're looking around, maybe casting Detect Magic or whatnot. You're able to verify that the fire here was indeed quelled by magic. So it does indeed seem that Herd showed up while the fire was quench going it. and used Quench to put it out. So I'm not going to lie. This is quite concerning to me. This is the second batch of dead rangers that we've come across. I, I get, I'm getting a bad feeling. I'm not sure if that's accurate or not, but... I don't know if we're going to like what we see at these forts if their outliers are being taken out like this. I hear what you're saying, Kieran, but the rangers are strong. There are many of them, of different ranks and importance. I must be honest, I, I too am worried. When I see them dead, I wonder how strong they really are. And how much they could really help us. But we have to believe in them because without that, there's no one else. And he'll talk to Hurge now. From what I can tell, Hurge, you are right. <laughs> first, yes. first one in a while. Yes! <laughs> I think Hurge is right. <laughs> and uh, and yeah. I wonder. <laughs> we got both. We got both. Uh, oh, Brandon, S some that things was never die. Iden's, Iden's catchphrases in book one literally uh, said all the time. That. I wonder about that. I wonder, I wonder about that. I think <laughs> Theros is right. I think Theros is right. I agree with Theros. <laughs> yes. Just a human. I wonder about that. True, true, <laughs> um, true freedom. <laughs> yeah. So you guys, you guys are talking, and Herge, he kind of looks over to the tree with the bodies. He says, "Oh, I mean, yeah, it's sad about the bodies, but the tree. It's real sad about the tree. That was a good tree. I like that tree." Are you able yes, to speak it looked like trees? it was definitely a mighty fine tree. No, I, I can't speak with the trees. I can speak with animals, um, but I can't, uh, I can't speak with the trees. Speak with animals is constant. 
can just do that all the time. Um, That's impressive, actually. <laughs> yeah. Do they yeah. have good conversations usually? Sometimes, sometimes. Oh. It's, it, I suppose it, it, being it, out and yeah. by yourself, you'd want someone to talk to. Yeah, yeah, it stops me from getting too bored. Yeah, I like the, the squirrels in particular. They've got some nice things to say. Sure they squirrels, do. have you seen my avatar? <laughs> <laughs> right by my shoulder. Every time I bring out my loot, that just happens. Oh, you, you've got Jerry there. I, I no. Jerry. You know Jerry. See, we're friends already. We both know uh, Jerry. God, he's nuts. But yeah, as you guys are looking around here, it definitely looks like Herge cares more about the damage to the forest than he does anybody died in the fire. Um, yeah. What is it that the squirrels say? Oh, they, they mostly tell me about where they find all these acorns and stuff. There's there's a couple good spots. You wouldn't think to look there, apparently, but every once in a while they find a really nice spot, um, and they tell me about that. And sometimes I go there, and I put extra there, just see if they notice. But, um, yeah, yeah, that's that's mostly what it is. They mostly talk about food, honestly. Um, uh, the birds... Okay. Go what? Go oh, yeah, oh, no, 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 yeah, 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 it's, it's, it's good, yeah, um, it's better than talking to nobody, you know, it's like, um, but, uh, the birds sometimes, they, they, they tell me about cool things they see, uh, mostly trees, but, um, sometimes they see other stuff. Do you think you could, uh, is there a bird here where you could ask to fly up to see if they can see where there's a fort? Why, there's not, there's not too many birds around here, sadly, uh, the, the fire scared most of them off, I think. Uh, there were some more birds, and he kind of points to a couple of trees over there, there was a bird's nest in that tree. I hope they're okay. I I haven't seen them since the fire, but maybe maybe they'll be back. Hate to cut this short, but we're running out of time, and I don't know if we were hoping to get to the fort tonight, but we're coming on evening, and we're either going to have to camp out here, or we're going to have to try to move through the night to try to get to the fort. Yeah, it's like 4.30. Yeah, I don't know how much farther we uh, need to go, but uh, if you don't mind us camping here in your woods and we can watch with you for the night to see if there's any more scoundrels going to be approaching, uh, you know, we can watch each other's backs if you get to my drift. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. I sound looks like you guys aren't here to hurt the forest at all, so that, that, that's probably fine. Okay, so... Uh, Guess we can camp here if you guys are good with that. I'm not gonna have him do this, but I want Aiden to be like, and this is what a hobgoblin looks like. If you have the chance, kill them on sight. <laughs> well, yeah. So if you if you start saying that you think it was the hobgoblins of the Iron Fang Legion, he's he's pretty quick to consider them immediate enemies. Um, kind of like how he fired at you at first glance, thinking that it was you. Like if you start pointing out to evidence that it was these guys and you say like oh they have this similar one he's like oh I'll, I'll keep an eye out for them for sure yeah they're bad news that is true and they don't care for the forest so if you get the chance strike them down don't do non-lethal just straight up murder them that's okay well, I mean well if I can if I can get them to start replanning it would help but I mean I, I guess if you guys are helping me then I might not need that so I've still got nine of these sleep arrows, though, and I'm not really sure what I'm going to do with them. Well, you know, if ever there's one day you just uh, catch a good breeze and want to snooze and you just don't feel like sleeping, you pop yourself with an arrow. 
Well, yeah, well, I don't know if that's the best idea, but I suppose in a really desperate situation, I could try that if I couldn't if I couldn't sleep for some reason. Or get a melatonin to stab yourself. Oh yeah, there, oh yeah. <laughs> Sometimes back at home when the wife used to be just jib jabbing all day, it's like I know I haven't been home in six months, but jeez, let me sleep. I could have used one of them sleep arrows. Jabbing, jib jabbing. So yeah, you guys uh, camping out here then? Yeah, yes, yes. camp out here. Well, best to get a fresh start. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure that Herge is understanding like a nice conversation that we can't help him replant now. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's he, okay. I'm just he understands that. that you guys are on urgent business. Um, okay. Yeah. How far does Aiden think they are from the fort? Should they make it tonight or should they camp? Let me look at the map. So this was encounter. Easy. Oh. So, um. Yeah, that tells me. Yeah. So you guys. <laughs> you could probably just make it to the fort by end of today. You might be the last hour or two of journey, might be through dim light, maybe darkness as it starts getting. Because it's 4 30 now, maybe another two or three hours. You think you could probably get there. Um, so if you wanted to keep moving and then camp closer to the fort, you could do that. You don't know exactly where the fort is, but you think you could probably get there and find it maybe by the end of the day. I'm inclined to keep going and try to make it to the fort. But it's also true, if we wake up early tomorrow, we'll have the whole day. I don't think we're far from it. And then there will be people to talk to. Well, if the uh, hobgoblins truly are out and about, I mean, do you really want to be uh, walking around when it's getting dark out? Well, actually, I can take care of that for three of us. How's that? It's a, it's a spell I have. It allows me to see in the dark. That's how I was able to move through the forest on my own. But unfortunately, I'm only able to do that for three, so I one can, of us. I can already see in the dark. Oh, that's interesting. Thought you were human like us. Is that something special you got? Still at? human? Never heard of a human that can naturally see in the dark. I find this funny, Kieran. Capable of casting so many magics. Well, the funny thing about sorcerers is <laughs> get a lot of slots per day. <laughs> um, that's up to you, if, though. If you can do that. Maybe it's worth taking some time. We could go tonight. Well, the only issue is if we get into trouble, then I won't be as much of use. I'll be a little more squishy, per se, because I'm not wearing armor, as you can tell. It kind of interferes with my casting, so I don't wear armor. And the best I can do is magical protections, and I might be a little tapped out of that, but... Well, then, wishy-washy back and forth. My vote is we'll just camp here. We'll keep people up on watch or have somebody cast alarm if we don't have it. And uh, we'll stick with Herge for the night. And then we'll go back tomorrow more prepped and at a better time of day to hopefully catch a ranger. Okay. So I moved you to the main map. Can you all see that? Mm-hmm. Yep. So you see Mist Home down here. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The owl bear attack that you guys had was right here, so not too far away. The logging camp was over here by the river in this clearing. You guys are now in this area. 
And I have not yet revealed where the fort might be, because you don't know okay, yet. Okay, I'm stupid. I thought these are the forts. I, I run all the way up here, immediately. You thought, what oh, was the forts? I thought these were the no, forts. No, so they're, they're outside of the forest. That's technically the Hollow Hills. So oh. those are settlements, probably mining settlements and whatnot in the scattered okay. about the Hollow Hills. Uh, those so have nothing to do yeah. with the forest. That makes a lot more sense then. Yeah, so you yeah, guys are right around here. Huge. This is a huge map then. Yeah. Well, if you look at the scale, like 10 miles, it's like about, what, an inch and a half? Two yep. inches? Yeah. You guys have easily been tra traveling a good 16 miles today. Here, and then here, and then here. So, you guys camp. Um, anything special for the camp? Do you want a specific watch, or um, how are you handling that? Hours. Uh, Oh, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to ask Herge, do you, uh, do you have some special powers? We could stay up all night and watch us while we take a rest with those big, tall Hawkeyes of yours. Uh, no, I, I don't, I don't think so. I, 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 I rest just like everybody else does. Like all the other animals in the forest, I rest. Um, I've actually been. Let's say I did something that allowed you to stay up all night. Would you keep a good eye for them hobgoblins? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I could do that. I can turn into a tree so they wouldn't even notice me. Oh, that's a great... You you know, there's something special about He turns into a tree. Um, sure. Depending on when we go to rest, I will use... I guess when we get to that point, I will use a ch charge of my keep watch wand on him. Okay. Oh, great. Okay, keep watch. Uh, enables the subject to stand watch and keep vigilant throughout the night without any ill effects. I can also... Great hours. And if I do it on a sorcerer or wizard, they get their spell slots as normal. Yep. Yes. Okay. Sounds good. Um, yeah, he'll he'll keep watch all night if you need him to. Uh, well, let me class my use magic device when we get to that point. Right. Yep. Nat one. Nope. Nope. As long as yeah, yep. there you go. As long as <laughs> yeah. you don't roll a natural one. <laughs> um, can Herge see in the dark? Does he have dark vision? Herge has low light vision. All right. Then Kieran would cast dark vision on him. That will last for. Five hours. Okay, so a good a good portion of the night. That would be like right before, like right when he's starting his watch. He yep. would cast that. Yep. So yeah, a I'm good portion of the night. Thing. So I'll wait till we officially all try to go to rest. Yeah. I don't know for RP or or whatnot, but. Okay. Yep. I will roll his uh, perception for the night. Okay. Um, you cast then, those spells. Anything else you want to do? I'm assuming that he... Okay, I'm assuming that a campfire is a bad idea. Hmm. <laughs> because... Yeah, with him, I would not... That's not... Yeah, mm, yeah that's no, just, I don't... Yeah. I don't eat meat, either. I, I doesn't even eat meat this night. He just eats his trail rations and nuts. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Karen will you. spend the, the could, hour, like, could be some of the time... Leading up to um, when they fall asleep, he uh, will spend that time sharpening his glaive, cleaning it off, Okay. Uh, sharpening his glaive, and then he will uh, read a book. I don't think Aiden doesn't make a fire. I just think that he's very careful to make sure that he gets only dead branches. He doesn't use, he doesn't cut any sap, like he doesn't cut any live branches down. Okay. He just uses stuff that's clearly dead. Yeah. Wait, you are going to make a fire? Yeah. Eh, we run that by Hurt first. Do you really want to make a fire? I don't think Ida would think not to. Oh, 
Oh, your uncle. Mm-mm. No, we're going to have a talk boy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, because we normally make a fire each night, don't we? But I could just repeatedly cast Dancing Lights. It would be annoying. But it's cold, isn't it? Or is it Fine. warm enough that we could go without Jason? Uh, it is at the end of winter. I think we left off in February. Yeah, so it's pretty cold. Well, I'm, I think I'm okay. Maybe it was the beginning of March. I can't remember what month we're in. I'll have to uh, check that. I'll have to check the journal. Hold, please. Later. Okay, I will. I'll tell Aiden. It's all right. We don't need a fire. I've got something called a heat stone. It will keep us warm in a twenty foot radius for twenty four hours. So, we don't really need a fire. And honestly, I think it's best just to not bother with it in his company, since he seems a bit sensitive to it. Uh, with a bundle of sticks, he's just taking the time to gather. He goes, uh, "All right, uh, that's." That's fine. It just drops the blood. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 a that's pretty good. All right, so he'll take it and he'll like like crack it against the blade of his glaive, and it will emanate into a an area of comfortably warm temperatures. So twenty. Oh, it's not radius. It's twenty foot square area. Okay. Um, and does it produce okay, light I, or is it just warmth? It looks like it's just warm. So okay. it says one heat stone keeps a 20 foot square area comfortably warm, even in extreme cold, below minus 20 degrees below, or between minus 20 and zero, it's a 40 foot square area. But I so, think half the point is it doesn't emit light, so you can hide pretty well as well. Yeah, with it. yeah it doesn't give off heat to cook or yep. cause damage, and it doesn't give off light. So, so I like to think it's probably just like a stone that looks like embers, just like dim mm-hmm. embers, but it produces plenty of pl- plenty of warmth for the night. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you all rest, you all settle in. Um, the night passes. Hurge does not wake you up, doesn't make a fuss of anything. Seems like it's a pretty quiet night. Um, you're all able to regain HP if you were down it. Uh... For Frampton, that would also apply to non-lethal. So if you had lethal damage, that heals in tandem with non-lethal damage. So both of those. Uh, and this is your level plus your con. So reduce your non-lethal by that much. Increase your normal HP by that much, up to your max. And you well, guys... I guess and I didn't... Oh, sorry. I was about to say, you know, if I thought about it after the fact, because I have spell slots, I would have cast Cure Light Wounds for whoever needed it. Sure. Yeah, you can expend the rest of your spells oh, if you if you had prepared cure light wounds. Oh no, you're a spontaneous. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. You can use the rest of your spell slots, and I don't think anybody was wounded enough that it would have been outside I, of your yeah, healing I ask, capabilities. Because um, I think Justin was the only one, or Frampton was. Uh, I'll ask Herge and Falafel. Yep. Herge is good. Herge is good. Vardalil has been healed up. Vardalil. He only he only has eleven hit points, so. I was okay. only down five, so one thing yeah. would bring me up. Yeah, Alright, so. so this is just from the heel, so I guess uh Aiden you good? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're using your wand, not your spells? No, I'm just I'm just rolling it. Just cause it's the same as cure light wounds. Uh or cure light cure light wounds would go off of your caster level. The wand goes off of minimum. So it'd be one D eight plus. So if you were five. if you were casting your spell oh, you're right. it would actually be eleven, not seven. Oh no it doesn't. You're right, you're right. When you're right, you're right. So, so I guess it's adding that. one, so add four more to that, you're right. Yeah, so 11. Plenty to, to bring Aiden up. Frampton. 
think he was the only other one. Yeah, Frampton had 12 non-lethal, and I don't know how much lethal damage he had, but... Okay, He's yeah. Fine. So Frampton's good doing, to go. Uh, and... Doing good there, buddy? You need another good old pat on the back? I'm, I'm feeling much better. Much better. Like tippy-top better? T- tippy-top. All right. I like tippy-top. We were to arbitrarily assign a number of hit points to your total vitality, and then you were going to describe your current state, about how many hit points of a total would you have? If you were just thinking about your life force that way. I mean, I was thinking about my life force, probably like, I, I don't know, like thir- 37, I think, would, would be the arbitrary, completely unrelatable... Right. You no you, uh, <clears throat> you hear a nearby tree say, oh, I'd say 67. <laughs> <laughs> Kieran kind of sweats when he says that. More than twice what I have. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a 17 con. 21 oh, dex, con. 20 strength. I'm a all-around pre... Actually, pretty beastly individual. Yeah, I would say that yeah. That give yourself a challenge stuff. rating. What challenge rating would you give yourself? Oh, that's hard to say. I, I might say a six, maybe. Oh, I thought it would be higher than that. No, but... no, just a six. Huh. Don't anger the... <laughs> yeah, you better want to... I want to anger the, the beastly uh, force guy over here. Yeah. But uh, if, I were, if I were to give myself kind of a computational number of uh, points, I would say, uh, yeah, around about 44. That's a lot for a bard. Holy cow. You, you well, you well. know, uh, a lot of that comes with uh, a lot of sitting and uh, nutrition. You know, get some extra fluff on the gut. That absorbs some damage. Morning, Calisthenics. I mean, not like DR, but, you know. <laughs> damage reduction from blubber. Kieran, damage reduction from Kieran <laughs> feels his washboard abs, and he says, ah, that explains a lot, then. His washboard ass. Washboard ass. Dude, chiseled. That's the problem. <laughs> I don't have enough fluff. That's why I only have 30 HP. That's why the edgelord is ripped. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Herge is a really, really interesting uh, stat block there. Uh, he could have been doing like deadly aim, rapid shot. So he could get three attacks if he wanted to. So he's yeah, a really with a accomplished 21 archer. Dex. That's yeah. a that's a lot of damage yep. there. Very accomplished ar- uh, archer. You said twenty one dex and how much strength? Twenty one dex, twenty strength. Wow, so he doesn't lose. So, we could have gotten. Yeah, yeah. Forget forget um, you know dex to damage. Just have both at twenty. All right, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Does he have washboard abs with twenty strength. <laughs> so. <laughs> I, I have washboard slabs. <laughs> Well, I mean, you can see his. Uh, I can move you back, and you can see his picture again. And you can determine for yourself if you think he does. Uh, no, you can't, can't quite tell, but probably. Oh, his shirt is. Head. Yeah, it might be a little billowy. What's going on with you guys, his head? You guys saying this out loud? Because I don't think I would appreciate that. No, we're casting <laughs> message. <laughs> no, we're using we're, we're using the crystal spindles. It's a minor artifact, which means we can telepathically communicate with no bearing in reality. Look it up. <laughs> so, uh, the morning comes. You all wake up, healed, revigorated. Are you... What's the plan? Are you going straight to the fort? Are you taking Herge with you? Are you taking Varwell no. with you? Waking up as early in the morning as possible. Okay. Heading to the fort. And Varwell, you can do whatever he wants. Herge, we'll tell him we'll come back and help him with the trees when we have time. Okay. Great. Now we have a side quest. Okay, yeah. 
so time for sequins. Um, Vardalel will actually say, "He says, uh, you know, I." Uh, these uh, wood giants, uh, every once in a while elves and wood giants, they get along, so I think I might stick with this guy, uh, see if we can chat uh, a bit. I won't be mentioning my profession, but... Aren't you a lumberjack? No, shut up! I'm... I am a traveling, traveling merchant here yeah, to... Wood. Here Milk. to help maintain the growth of the forest, future planning and all. all. yeah. If you, Fred, know you got it all about... wrong. He is a tree trimming specialist, and that's how we're going to leave it. Yes, I would care for the trees, make sure that new ones were planted so that it all was good, and yes. Pretty okay. sure he's burning down a tree when we met him. I Let's definitely say, was not doing that. He is a I'm liar. Glad, I'm glad this party doesn't have the defoliant or the stump remover anymore, <laughs> because we had a lot of things for destroying nature (laughs) so Vardalel will stick with Herge Uh, he'll Aiden will give a sideways glance to Herge as if to be like is that gonna be fun (laughs) Herge says oh I've I've met an elf or two before generally speaking they're they're pretty nice folk I haven't met one in a long time but I'm sure there you go now you got somebody you can talk to and he's nuts too yeah yeah I'll just talk to him and well maybe maybe he'll help me with uh, clearing out this all the ash out of this forest, and we'll start. We'll start That's replanting. Hey, can we good tree it? removal? That's what he's all about. <laughs> yeah. So they'll stay behind, and you guys wake up very early in the morning uh, and begin to head towards Fort Riston. I assume. Correct. Okay. I'll move you back onto this main map here. Gozra is the only nature god that Iden might know, right? There's nobody else that's prominent in your mythos. Yeah, uh, Erastal is, uh... I feel like I've heard that name. Nope. 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 No. No recollection. No No recollection. Goja's domain does not fit here as well, though. The wind and sea. But he's still the god of duality in nature. Never heard of him. So, you guys begin traveling. Uh, You go for... Uh, let's say you wake up at, like, you went to bed fairly early. So we'll say you woke up at, like, 6, got around, so you head out at 7. So maybe dim lighting for the first hour or two of travel, but nothing too bad. Uh, you start heading in the direction that you, you want to go. Roll, uh, have the party roll a survival check to see how quickly you're able to find this fort. I would have cast Dead Eye Lore right when we were leaving. Sure. Um, and then I will help roll survival. I think... Again, I you can get a pretty good one, so I guess I can help. Um, you can aid one person I'm or all rolls separately. Yeah, I'm aiding somebody. I'm gonna aid. So Kieran successfully aids. Jessup <laughs> successfully aids with a natural twenty. Jessup stealths with a natural oh, twenty. Oh, stealths! Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's not right at yeah, all. Yeah. Well, hey, guess what? Jokes on you. It's the same. <laughs> yeah. Survival, you said. Yes. My survival is actually a plus six, so it would have also been a twenty-six. Sure, yeah. And with Dead Eye Lore, you guarantee a. a, a oh, no, that's with the plus four, so you wouldn't technically. I don't We care. can take right. 10, right? Right. Uh, no, you can't. I won't let you take 10 on this one. Okay. Okay. Have to track more yep. for Hobgoblins and stuff. Plus two, minimum 20 with other circumstantial bonuses. So within about an hour of looking around, you find a track. 
uh, a series of tracks that you follow for about half an hour. So you left at 7, found the tracks at 8. It's about 8.30 when you see in the distance, the near distance, because again, this is the thing where you can't see terribly far. So you see in the near distance a structure. And I will reveal it on this big map here. My. You've located Fort Riston. That's huge. Is uh, that the wrong fort, though? Because that's J Fort Riston. Yes, yes. You were looking for for Fort Riston, but you found the neighboring J Fort Riston. Yes. J. Yeah, the, the, the sister <laughs> fort. You I did. Oh yes, you found a sister fort. The true fort is the other way, all over there on the other side of the mountain. It's like, oh, you were going to f- just Fort Riston. Oh, totally wrong direction. <laughs> We get confused very often. <laughs> a lot of people forget the J in front of our J Fort Riston. Um, anyways, you guys make it there, and you see that you get a little bit closer so you can see the whole fort. You see Fort Riston is constructed from weathered blocks of smooth gray stone. The exterior walls look to be three feet thick from where you're standing. Um... And you can see that the mortar between the stones is discolored by a dark, tenacious mold. And creeping vines crawl up the fort's exterior, uh, particularly in the deep shadows between the western towers. Uh, The walls look to be about 15 feet tall. Uh, There are four towers. Actually, you only see three towers. Uh, Each tower is 45 feet tall and topped with crenellated battlements. Um, So what you see from the front you're kind of coming from the front here two massive towers on the western side of this fort are connected by a high wall with a gatehouse festooned in ivy mushrooms blossom amid ferns along the ground the wooden double door of the gatehouse is banded with iron but one door stands slightly ajar and i'll move you to the fort riston map this map will have a compass in the bottom right and it has a relative drawing of the fort in the top right you can Is see that etched into the ground what that it's like traced in the dirt the compass yes compass. oh the compass <laughs> yes yeah, drawing. yeah yeah it's somebody just drew it we can see those in the sand <laughs> no I'm, I'm joking okay so here yeah so you would be uh coming on on that side yes so um, in the top right, you can see a front view of the fort. So it looks like there should be four towers, but one of them appears to be maybe collapsed. Um, and you're standing right in front of the two front towers and then the gate in the uh, in front of them. Uh, do we notice any signs of life or activity? Go ahead and roll perception checks. And is it visible to us that the gate is ajar, or is that just... Yeah, you can you can clearly see that the one door is slightly ajar. I'm going to keep forest on for now. Tell me when to take it off, like when we're too far into... Yeah, as it. soon as you enter the fort, turn that off. As long as you're outside of it, you're good. Mm-hmm. That be, would that be urban at that point? Yes, technically. I would rule it as such because it's a constructed building. Interesting. Okay. That's the wrong one. That's a survival. survival. Yep. <laughs> Goodness. Nice. Okay. I should, I should have just been like, oh, this is so, 20. <laughs> with a DC 5. Oh, my. 
You hear a lot. It sounds like there's. It sounds like there is a veritable festival going on inside this fort. There is cheering and carousing and raucous celebration of all sorts and and kind. Um, uh, I was gonna have. So, what languages does everybody speak? Goblin and common. Okay. Common, elven, oh, and Verizian. I meant okay. to do that. Verizian is a bonus language because of your rule change. Your okay. Rule. So some of this celebration, you can hear occasional yells of common. Um, occasionally, though, once you've started to listen in on this, uh, Jessup, you actually notice that there's some there's some Sylvan thrown in there. Uh, there's common and Sylvan going on in this celebration as they're yelling out. Some of them are like yelling curses. Others are just cheering on for whatever's going on. Uh, but like, there's what a... What? What do they curse? I, I can't say on the podcast. <laughs> it's <laughs> um, bad. some bad words. Yeah. So to paint this picture, you're you're looking at the front. You see the the gate is slightly ajar, and it looks like the one tower in the back might be collapsed. So you don't know exactly what's happened. You could always go around the side if you wanted to take a look at it. But right now you're in the front. So uh, yes, Iden. Suspicious. Um, can I roll a wisdom check or a sense motive or a will save to disbelieve the illusion? Um, no. Does it sound like real people partying? Sounds like real something. Hey, uh, I, I, I understand a couple of languages being thrown around here. Why don't you, uh, you guys just hang back here for a second. Let me, let me kind of take a little stroll up here cautiously. And this time I'll actually roll stealth. You said there's a collapsed part somewhere? Yes, uh, if you're looking on the map, I'm pinging what looks to be a collapsed area. So if you were to, like, circle around, you could get a better view of that, if you so desired. Um, in the meantime, Jessup, you are stealthing up, so you get close to the door. Uh, it's not ajar enough that you could look in, but you are closer so you can listen if you would like to roll a new perception check. Sure. Can I take a 20 on the perception, or...? If you want to wait for a couple minutes, yeah, you can take 20. What does that as get you? It seem if there's a rush, but um, twenty-four. Twenty-four. Okay, so that exceeds the DC by just five. So roll me one d six. Two. Okay. So you're kind of listening, and it's kind of like hit or miss whether it's Sylvan or Common. But in this case, you hear in Sylvan uh, a voice say. We need more hobgoblins to redden up the courtyard rocks. I know Hawk let the red caps in the northeast tower borrow a few, but I don't think they're fool enough to kill him against Hawk say so. And roll a d5. A one. So you hear a different voice, this time in common, says, Hawk grungled chow's a brute. But he's doing a fine job as first drinker of the Red Rock Revel. I cheer every time he comes out on the balcony with a command to open another cask. May the revel never end. Do I know who these redcaps are? I do. Uh, you can roll a knowledge, I believe, nature at the, at the hearing of a redcap to see if you know what a redcap is. 
Off of so you might have heard of what they are, but you don't. It might have just been in passing. You're not able to identify much about what a red cap necessarily is. So what was the person that said in Silver? And what were they referencing about the hobgoblin? Uh, the first one said, "We need some hobgoblins to. We need some more hobgoblins to redden up the courtyard rocks." I know Hulk let the red caps in the northeast tower borrow a few, but I don't think they're fool enough to kill him against Hulk's say so. They have a Hulk. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> it's a CR rating on a Hulk. Thirty-nine. <laughs> oh yeah. my! <laughs> I guess based on conversation, then am I alluding that these are people who are talking are not rangers? Doesn't sound like it. Their voices are a little high pitched and kind of like jittery. Uh, definitely sounds like somebody's drunk, like super drunk. Um, so it, it, I'll leave it up to you to infer, but it might not necessarily sound like something rangers should be doing when they might have been given an order to all foxes to their whole type of a thing. It seems weird. Yeah, I'll kind of move silent back. I don't, do you want me to roll again? or? Uh, no, I'll, I'll leave the, the 21 from before. Okay. Come back. So, uh, yeah, there's some uh, people chit-chatting in there. I'm not really sure there are rangers in there, but uh, they're talking to Sylvan and talking about a Hulk and Hobgoblins and such. I'm, I'm not sure. And that the door's cracked, which is, you know, just mildly suspicious. And a scale of 1 to 10, that's probably a 1. That's bad. You're you're saying they were talking about hobgoblins, or were they talking to hobgoblins? Referencing them. As in, like, they're working together with them, or they're... Is that what it sounded like, Jason? Um, it's up to you to, to infer from what they said. Hey, I know from what Jason said, it sounds like they're killing hobgoblins and using their blood to redden up the stones, is what I understood it as. But. Maybe. Yeah, they're painting, painting the town red. Yeah, well, I just repeat exactly what they say and then. Okay, yep. Do you repeat everything? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I do it all in common for you guys. Yep, so well, I, I, I read. I, I re- I'm sorry. I read the one twice. The the other one, I'll read again. Hulk Grundlechar is a brute, but he's doing a fine job as first drinker of the Red Rock Revel. I cheer every time he comes out on the balcony with a command to open another cask. May the revel never end. So, that was the other one that he, that he heard. Kind of sounds like they're getting a little uh, tipsy in there. What's a red cap? So, with a 26 knowledge nature, you are able to identify a red cap... Let me just look at what the DC would be. Okay, so you identify it and get exactly two pieces of information. So, red caps embody both capriciousness and sadism. These stumpy, misanthropic fey freaks exist seemingly to indulge in blissful bloodletting and self-indulgent slaughter. Like prune-faced, angry old men, they mollycoddle their own inefficiencies and miseries in gore. Redcaps are most widely recognized for their long woolen caps, which they drench in the blood of their victims. Rumors and fairy stories abound concerning rituals and the cultural significance of their blood-soaked caps, though the practice likely evolved as an easy way for the brutish runs to create both fear and spectacle. 
Red caps typically stand only three feet tall, with twisted frames, pointed ears, and long white beards. They dress in soiled leather armor and wear oversized iron-shod boots that make a distinctive clanging when they run. You know they are neutral evil small fey. And you can get two specific pieces of information if you so desire. Um, I know about them because I've listened to podcasts where they play against them. So just tell me what you think would be fun for Aiden. No. Um, you know that as uh, they are, uh, they have DR, uh, specifically DR10 Cold Iron. And one more piece of information, you know that they are pretty iconic for wielding scythes that are sized for medium creatures. And they're small. And they are small. So they would take a minus two. But they do not. Interesting. Scythes are no joke. For those of you who don't know, that is, just like the gunslinger, times four critical. Yes. Times four critical... No brain Those are the days. Just happy I learned a new word today. What's that? Prune face? Molly coddle. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a good word? Yeah, there were a couple good words in that paragraph. Yeah. yeah. Just learned a new word. That's cool. Yeah, so that's what you learn. I don't like um, the sound of that. Not yeah, they're bad why. news. He relays all that. You said they're fey. So what are fey doing? At a ranger fort. Maybe they're rangers. Well, you would know more than I would. I don't know much about these rangers as possible, I guess. That was, was kind of a joke. Iden shakes his head. Fey wouldn't be rangers. There are all kinds of fey in the forest. I have heard stories of them in the Fangwood. Sounds like right? these fey are not good ones, though. No. They are not good ones. Do you know what they are? Does Aiden? As far as being from the first world and all that? I feel like You've just living stories. in this world, you'd have a general understanding of what different creatures yeah. are. With with your role, uh, you've definitely heard of Fey. Uh, probably Father Nolan would have maybe taught you a little bit when you were in town. He he probably is the one who had stories about these red cap, and that's probably why you know so much about them. And the blight, if I'm not mistaken, is also fey related, right? That's uh, you haven't even the slightest of faintest of ideas about the blight. Oh, that's right, because it's Theros. Yeah, you have literally. You don't. That's not a word you even know. You don't know what blight is. Gotcha. It's a general word. No, I mean you. You know he he might have mentioned it, but you don't know anything about it whatsoever. Well, I don't know if I like the idea of just going through the front door. Do you think we should try to circle around and see if there's another entrance? It's, it certainly doesn't sound, like, friendly inside. Yeah, I guess my uh, my thoughts are, you know, don't really want to budge in the front door. Definitely don't want to be attacked by any of these fey, red cap, you know, sadomasochists or whatnot. But uh, I think we should try to sneak around because, uh, you know, what if there are actual rangers in there? I'm captive, of course. Or use his sacrifices or whatever they do. I did nods. And uh, if he loops around with a stealth check to that broken tower... Okay. Um, that's over here. I don't know what's beyond this. Yeah, I'll wall. just... I'll reveal uh, some of that area here. Um, it's just a... Uh, 
that's the other edge of the tower there. So you can go around that corner and kind of... And as you get around the corner, you can see that it looks like the wall has just been collapsed. And the tower is, is all collapsed as well. So it looks like these maybe had like three stories to these towers. The top two have been caved in and they're like collapsed onto the first floor there. So to hand wave some of it away, we've been traveling for a bit of time. So I'm assuming he'll know a little bit about each of the party's capabilities. And he'll know that Frampton has proved himself capable with stealth. Um, Aiden is also not incompetent at stealth. So I think he'll suggest that the two of them loop around, maybe try to attempt some climb checks and get a look or advantage, but hopefully be undetected. Oh, we know how climb checks are with Frampton, I'm just saying. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> if he looks down, how tall or easily climbable does that broken wall look like? So, the walls of this fort, so like, uh, talking about like the good fort walls, so like these areas that haven't collapsed, those yeah. are, I believe I said, 15 feet tall. And looking at them, uh, you'd be able to determine that it would probably be somewhere around, I'll just tell you, um, DC 20 to climb these walls. Uh, the collapsed bit isn't really even a climb check. You'd just be scaling just a walk. pile of rubble, basically. Yeah, scrambling. Not even climbing. I can I can check, but I'm pretty sure... Uh, Okay, so the crumpled stone is DC 15, sorry. So it would be DC 15 to climb on any of these crumpled areas. Because it's a pile of stone. But, um, yeah, it's up to you. What do you want to do? You could try to climb the wall and just peek in over. How does that sound to everyone? Fine yeah. by me. Alright, so that's what he'll do. Okay. Um, snake along the edge and then begin climbing, but he doesn't want to, like, poke his head out. You know what I mean? Okay. He just wants to get up to it. Okay. So, you start f going over there. Is uh, Frampton following him? Yeah. Okay. So, you guys start making it up to the uh, base of the rubble. Uh, you, you guys can both hit a DC 15, I assume, if you take 10. Yeah. Roll me stealth checks. With a minus two penalty because of the crumpled stone, uh, it is very difficult to be quiet with all of this stone here. Okay. So you guys are climbing, and you make it just a little bit in. So I am going to move Aiden back to here, Frampton to behind him. You make it that far, and just seemingly out of nowhere in the rubble, a figure kind of pops up almost like out of the ground and he says oh i found him i found intruders he says oh, oh i'm gonna kill him i'm gonna get taken off guard duty if i do well here i'm gonna try to like cover up his mouth and hustle, hustle well up. you're gonna have to roll initiative yeah i figure but that's what it'll do <sighs> oh boy are we all rolling initiative yeah, everybody's gonna be rolling initiative yeah Perception to notice him? So, or we just I didn't... To... Nope, you didn't notice him. He, like, came up out of the stone, almost. Okay. So, Aiden rolled an 18. Just get all this entered. Frampton rolled a 17. Uh, Kieran rolled a 10. And Jessup rolled an 18. Who has the higher modifier? Jessup has a 7. So, he goes first. 
So I'll make him a 19. So, um, I will move these guys to the, to the layer that you're at. You see one there and one there. Oh my. Can you blow them up? Like That's what you're looking rock. at. Oh my goodness. Oh my. Oh my. You're like oh my. garden gnomes, like evil brothers. Yep. They're Are like they little, they're wearing kilts. So, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. So, I'm going to have them get a surprise round because they have an ability called Stone Stride, mm. which is like Tree Stride, yeah. where they just mm. pop up, and it's really hard to see them when they are not even visible. But they know you're there. So, he pops up uh, in his surprise round, and... Like he said, he shouts out, he's like, Oh, I, I found intruders, I'm going to kill them, I'm going to get taken off guard duty if I do well here, and I'll return back to the Red Rock Revel. Um, and he is going to, on his turn, he is just going to do a attack against Aiden. Actually, no, he's going to do Stunning Laugh. So his standard action... He is going to, as he yells all that out, he is going to start manically laughing. And I need both of you, Frampton and Aiden, to roll me fortitude saves as this burst of laughter just... <gasps> Thank God you didn't say Will. Okay. Seven from Frampton, 21 from Aiden. Frampton, as he starts yelling and and bellowing out this laughter, it... Uh, it hits your ears and you just start to get like your mind goes blank almost for a second you are stunned for one round that is his surprise round the other one he is going to um did i just no okay sorry i thought i moved the map um the other one is going to pop up as well and uh, five foot step over, and he's going to look at the other man. No, no, it's me. I don't want to be here any longer than you do. And he's going to start laughing like crazy. And Aiden, I need you to roll me a fortitude save. I'm not going to ask Frampton. He's already stunned. Why Why do another one? 15? DC 14. So, Aiden, you, you hear these two creatures just bellowing out this crazy, stunning laughter. But you're able to maintain your faculties. And we're on to round one. And it is 10.30, so we can, if you would like, hold off on this combat until the beginning of next session. Start off right at round one. Or if you guys want, we can go a little bit further. It doesn't matter to me. I don't have anywhere to go tomorrow in the morning, so... I'd like to keep going, but if we wanted to stop, I'm fine. I'd prefer to stop for the night. Okay. That's all right, guys. Fine. I gotta get up early and be yep. at a customer in the morning. Yep, no problem. I was not gonna meet with a customer, but also was gonna go to work early, so. So, yep. yeah. We'll yeah. stop it there. Next round, it'll be top of the round. We'll go with Jessup, so keep that in mind, and uh, we will see how this combat goes next week. Awesome. Awesome. Um, anybody who tuned in, thank you so much. I hope you have enjoyed our return to Iron Fang as much as we have. Check us out, Spotify, iTunes, and everywhere else you find podcasts. Thank you so much.